Fisher of Washington and uh, went to some beautiful, beautiful places. And they only came back on Thursday. Really? So we only had to entertain them on Friday and then they left on Saturday. So we took them to the Rice Museum of Gems and Minerals. The hell are they have Because the thing is, they've got a lot of Steven Universe jokes. It, uh, I, I clicked the record picture. button too, just for shit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, we don't uh, have this. Doesn't have to be in the podcast. Okay. Record, since we're talking about, you know, this uh, is practically uh, podcast talk anyway. Uh, I went to this place. The problem is, my parents have done almost everything in Portland, and they're they want to do new things. Yeah. So I have to always fucking find new things for them to do, and it's really hard because they've been it's doing like for they, ten years they now. They build new stuff in Portland very often, <laughs> unless you want to go see all the new condos that have erupted all over town. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh. Friend of the podcast, Brenda Zidane, and also some uh, gentleman on Twitter recommended the Rice Museum of Gems and Minerals. There was Which that uh, sounds like that does sound was, like. It's pretty cool, actually. That doesn't sound like bottom of the barrel. Let's go to the Gem and Mineral <laughs> Museum. Well, it's interesting because it was one of the first modern homes to be on the National Historic Register. It's this gorgeous ranch house that uh, where the gentleman, uh, Mr. Rice, was a logger. And he logged and milled all of the Oregon myrtle that the it makes up. Myrtle? myrtle is a beautiful type of wood that really only grows in Oregon and Israel. And it's this gorgeous, okay. has this gorgeous pattern to it. It's very distinctive. Yeah. And um, all of the millwork and doors and everything, the whole house, all the paneling are all myrtle. And it's just gorgeous. I'm Googling that right now. And then all of the... Um, oh, that is nice. It's beautiful. And then all of the... Yeah, it's kind of like a bleached blonde kind of... Mm -hmm. And it's got oh, these okay. beautiful textures to it. Ugh. Um, but uh, It looks like when you get chocolate vanilla, like fudge ice cream and you kind of swirl it. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, it's, so it's a beautiful house. It's very clear that the rice's own cats, though, because it reeks of cat piss <laughs> and Wait, the, the house yeah but is the museum inside the it's house in the house the, oh that's when they lived there the basement they had turned the basement into a museum how how, how long have they been dead like how long is uh, after a couple clue. decades you'd get like aired out enough the my dad's smell. theory is Granted, that it still cat has piss. cats there yeah. cat piss is pretty fucking potent but yeah while i was yeah. there i got all sorts of ideas for my um uh, uh steven universe fan fiction like for example this one uh display had a think note on cleavage cleavage what? refers to crystallographic planes of weakness along which a mineral breaks so i'm like yep that happened to pearl pretty much yeah but uh yeah it was a it was a that's really true. neat place did you catch up with the stephen bomb did we talk about oh yeah, yeah that's right you weren't here last week yes okay so friends of the podcast i was uh, out last week because i got married yeah, nicely married foley is now which is it should be news to everyone considering like you've been practically married for like what two or three years we've been years domestically now, partnered for two years it's just now oregon had just legalized marriage had you guys not signed off did you guys never get a marriage certificate anywhere else no oh okay. why the fuck would we bother oh so this oh, I it thought would you just had done be, that no well like, i know a couple i did want to just couple so well, okay. and most of them have done the, everybody is different but our whole thing is that we don't need a gesture yeah like we, we we when we when we got married, I said this at my party. When we we wanted to get married, when um it was not just that you know we get these legal rights and that's great, we make it a lot easier for us to do taxes. We wanted to get married when it was legal in our home state, yeah. when it was a celebration of our marriage in our home. Yeah. So that's why we did it. When man, if you just waited a week, too. I know <laughs> the we got the best wedding present possible from yeah. the Supreme Court. That was uh, man, that's holy that's shit. A fucking so did they also. I didn't. I didn't catch this until actually that lady took down the flag yesterday. So in South Carolina, did the governor actually decree that they're going to get rid of the Confederate flag in front of the state capitol too? No. Well, no, because they put it back up. Yeah, they put it back up, but supposedly they're going to take it down on July sixth anyway. Huh. But the the lady went not not that she went nuts, but she went ahead and tore it down anyway, which is that was awesome. Those photos the, were awesome. I cannot believe they had the balls to put that fucking thing back up. Of course they that, did. And especially they got a fucking black and put it back up. Yep. Like, oh, you guys. That yeah. Takes some fucking bro. Yeah. Oh. 
But anyway, I'm going to focus on my newly, I really thought it would be a long time before my marriage would be legal in my home state of Texas. I, if and you'd asked is, me 10 years ago yeah. if there would be federally mandated uh, gay marriage is legal, I would have thought maybe like 2020, yeah. 20, like yeah. a couple, I thought that would be like a couple decades long fight, not yeah. just like 2015, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. When Marty McFly shows up in Hill Valley 2015, yeah. he, he could marry what the fuck he wants. <laughs> I would have never expected that. So yeah, we had a, we had a really fun party and uh, had a really nice little ceremony in a friend's house with just immediate family. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was perfect. I, I, I've talked to a lot of people who are after their weddings. They're like, well, I really did it for my parents. Or like, I wish I just eloped or something, something, something. But uh, my wedding went exactly the way yeah, I wanted it to. How was your dress? Uh, I had a bridezilla moment with my dress. <laughs> I had this really nice lady make a dress for me exactly the way I wanted it to be. There's a movie called Desk Set where um, Joan Bondell in it wears this cocktail dress I've always wanted. And so I had this very nice lady make this dress for it's me. It's a exactly. very elegant dress. It's, it's, a, it's a, like, well, not a cocktail dress, but... It is a cocktail dress. Okay. So I had her make it for me and she made it and I realized that I was going to wear a cocktail dress to my wedding and I had a total panic attack and I didn't wind up wearing it and I wound up ordering... it's kind of a Portland-y thing too, kind of, kind of, kind of casual yeah. kind of... Yeah, but you're. Was, I realize it's my fucking wedding day, so I got I got a um an actual white wedding dress for my wedding in the morning, and then I had a costume change and I wore a blue sl- slinky dress in the evening, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah, oh, man, is that is this slinky dress is what you wore the wedding? Yeah, that's what you saw. I can't yeah. remember because I fully was dressed. I was also dark. dressed so nicely. I was kind of well, dabbed see, that by was, everyone. That was the best part is that all of my friends knew know how fully and I feel about fashion and yeah. how we feel about Which, getting dude up. Thing to say to Brian, I can't remember. Oh what no, no, you no, no, wore. no, just no, because no. like I was, I'm not so used to, I'm not used to anyone yeah. like, like I, exactly. Jimmy and Conley look super people, sleek in Portland. Like, you never see people dress up. So that was the whole point of our wedding was just get having an excuse. I dress exactly like I'm dressed now, except I have black shoes on. Awesome. No, it was great. It was really um, great. It meant the world, and it was so yeah, you nice. Guys had to have. pies, and, and it was yeah. you essentially had the uh, your your uh, wedding reception at was at like a bar. Yeah, uh, it was uh, at show a concert venue. venue. Yeah, yeah, concert venue. We had our yeah. wedding at Mississippi Studios up in Northwest Portland, and um, uh, it should be Northeast Portland. And we are actually the third to last wedding to ever be there. Wow, what's going on? Because they're not going to do weddings anymore. They have enough that's concert bullshit. venues that they don't have to do weddings anymore. But, okay, so, that's cool. So, yeah, we were we got in last, last Man. minute. And I'm glad because we, Foley and I, when we toured that place five years ago for a work-related thing, we said that we wanted to get married there. So oh, I'm glad it all worked, it worked out. out. So, yeah. yeah, it was perfect. We were under budget. We uh, ev- got every, everyone I really wanted it was, to be there was there. There were a lot of, uh, there were some grumbling from people saying that they wished, the people I didn't even expect would say this, they wished they had bandanas. <laughs> <laughs> I, a couple people were like, oh, I spilled the drink. I wish I had a bandana <laughs> to wipe this shit off. Because you were making things you wanted to get bandanas to I give to did, everybody. I did, but I didn't have the fucking Which money. Which even you admitted to, even if you had the money, three people would have exactly. like, like yeah. a, known or appreciated like, okay, it's bandanas. What design would you have put on the bandanas? Because you would have been specially printed bandanas, right? I was going to do, I was going to do a Northwesty pattern with like, um, kind of an ivy motif okay. and some like Northwestern, um, grown, um, leaf stuff. And then I was going to do very subtle Annie and Foley. How do you just not have a bandana that's like your face on the front and Foley's on the other? And that's just kind of like, <laughs> ah, like cartoon, like, <laughs> thumbs up. It's kind of good, yeah. So yeah. when you wear it, like the bottom team half Annie, of your face Foley. is my, is my face oh, yeah. or Foley's face. Yeah! Yeah, that too. <laughs> Man, no, it was a... like, I'm not a big fan of weddings. Not that I hate weddings. Actually, yeah. I'm, I like wedding receptions. Wedding, yeah. the actual ceremony. That's why uh, a couple people I've known have gotten married and I wasn't at the reception or I wasn't at the, the ceremony. I'm like, 
<laughs> my ceremony was really good though I have to say it was yeah. really well, small it was a small intimate thing but yeah. when you do the big thing in the church and you're essentially yeah, in church for noise. three hours yeah. and you're just like nope. oh my fucking god I could be home playing fucking platoon <laughs> we we had our dear friend Camissa officiate she did a wonderful job made my mom cry yeah. Um, my mom. Yeah, it was because your your parents are pretty uh, conservative, so they were they were oh. pretty happy with everything. Oh yeah, my parents are my 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 father is no longer practicing Catholic, yeah. and my mother is the most liberal Catholic in the universe. So. Oh, your parents are super cool, but like it's still kind of still an, kind of an orthodox yeah. wedding situation. No, still. not Aside even from the fact that Phil, it was you were so funny. No, there was nothing traditional about my wedding at really? all. No, you had you had high heeled shoes on at your reception. I, that was that was the. I took them off shit. immediately. Oh, did you? oh, that's right, because you had the flats on when we were dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I wore my high heeled shoes for about fifteen minutes before you I was like, good. "Fuck it." Thank you, though. Yeah, I just looked at the photo side that I took and I was like, "Look at that." Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah! It was really good. I it it had done such a number of my depression. I have not had any issues with my depression this week at all. Like I, it's like all I need to do is get married to my. Because best you're friend. happy or distracted because you're still like having to uh, deal with your folks and stuff. Both. Is it the Xbox that made it all <laughs> It was the Xbox, yeah. So for our wedding, we asked that only people only contribute to our honeymoon. And here, I'll be crass. Follymaloney.com. <laughs> Maloney with a no if you want to contribute to our honeymoon. That PayPal uh, donation button is going to be open for a long <laughs> time. Is. Yeah. Uh, I was actually going to change my website to be wedding photos and the donation thing. Because yeah. oh. we're trying to raise money for our honeymoon. But Bill, I did say, Bill, you could get me an Xbox One. So we've been breaking in our Xbox One. And mostly because, uh, yeah, what, Tacoma's coming uh, exclusively yeah. to the Xbox at some yeah. term in time in the future yeah. whenever they're too well that you set back the release date of Tacoma by day because most of the studio was at your wedding that's true exactly <laughs> this is true yeah so um, if it comes out like on September, September 22nd rather than 21st mm-hmm. you can blame Annie um, but uh, I'm really excited about Tomb Raider that's the only other thing. Well, sitting there, like I saw, like I have an Xbox, and I want to bu- let you borrow all the games I have. I'm sitting there. I've only bought like two games. Because <laughs> yeah. like it's Forza and yeah. well, I've got uh, Master Sunset Chief Overdrive. and Sunset Overdrive. That's it. Yeah. yeah. And your Xbox came with Master Chief, so we get it. Did. did you even yeah. try to fire that up? Fuck no. Well, no, it's a Just downloadable title, like. and I don't give a shit enough even to put in the digits <sighs> to download it. You know, you redeem it, so at least it's still a viable thing on your console. No. Nope. Also, the other thing on NeoGaf, uh, someone was sending out invites for the. Um, preview program on Xbox mm-hmm. and, uh, for the Xbox One mm-hmm. and I got in and so I sent you an invite. Did you get that? Oh, did you? Yeah. This And the only reason you should really care about that is because whenever they roll out new features for the Xbox One yeah. you, as part of the preview program you get those features first. Mm-hmm. And the big thing as a result of E3 that means uh, they have that, that backwards, backwards compatibility. compatibility. The first like dozen games are available now on oh. the Xbox One. So if you like Mass Effect. Yeah. Like yeah. if it, it automatically I like so I just it's funny because it seems to download like just be just because uh, Xbox Live um, the database knows that I played Mass Effect once. Mm-hmm. It records that as a game I own, so I was able to download really? it to my Xbox One. I haven't fired it up supposedly once terribly on the Xbox One. Yeah, because it's still just a beta for backwards compatibility. Yeah, yeah. But supposedly a lot of other games run better, so I have downloaded like Geometry Wars uh-huh. and like. So it's like a dozen Xbox Live games, but yeah, Mass Effect is the one big retail game you can download. Huh. So I want Red Dead Redemption on Xbox One. and Enslaved. Those are the two games that I want. That's the thing, cause, because supposedly the way they're they're emulating the whole Xbox 360 on the Xbox One, mm-hmm. and so instead of having to like custom write the software for emulation for each title, mm-hmm. all they have to do is get an AOK sign an agreement with a publisher saying, huh. as if you just give us the ROM. And we sign an agreement how much royalties you want from this. We'll just, yeah. like, we just throw, flip that switch in a heartbeat. So there's no reason anything can't be 
uh, brought back for the Xbox One. Huh. As long as well, I guess it depends on the them. exactly the publishing agreements and distribution. So agreements we'll see what happens. Oh, like lots of licensed games and stuff. Won't, like you're never gonna play Ninja Turtles Arcade unless they like you know Konami relicenses it from like exactly yeah. Stuff like that. Huh. But, um, interesting, oh, and then that's the thing is, is interesting because you know they're coming, they're going to kind of come out with a remastered Mass Effect trilogy before yeah. the Mass Effect Four comes out next Christmas. So you kind of wonder if they're. I don't like, know, dude. Bioware has never done that before. Well, that's but Mass Effect's like the biggest thing they've ever done, so it makes it like that'd be crazy if they let's like yeah, come uh-huh. on. I know who wouldn't want to love good to go back and replay the Mass Effect trilogy True. like in Super HD. <laughs> like even if you could just re-download the like the original games on the Xbox 360 backwards compatibility thing, I'd pay an extra thirty bucks just to kind of like I don't know. But then again, you I wouldn't so have cute. my Femme Shepard. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, don't know. I kind of burr, 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 burr. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, my depression has been amazing this week, and the thing that triggered me back into a deep melancholy oh, fucking no. loop was goddamn Inside Out. Fuck a boatload of Inside oh, Out. Oh, you actually hated it. I hated it. I thought I was groundbreaking just because I was like, that's cute. But like everyone else was like, oh, I, I cried. I know everybody's losing their shit. Inside. Not the same. We're not judging people who did cry. No, 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 no. This is not. No, like, here's the thing. My my hatred of Inside Out is very personal. Very personal. Well, that, I, man, when they showed up and like the. Well, not, it's not depression, sadness. it's sadness. And I was like, man, I, I was like, man, I wonder what Andy's thinking this I right now. I hated that movie. <laughs> and here's why. It was interesting because talking to my mom, my mom, I told oh, my mom about my how God. I hated this movie. And before I could even say what I was feeling, she figured it out. Had she seen the movie or she no. just understood the concept? No, I just told yeah. her what the concept was. And the reason why I hated that movie, so the premise of Inside Out is that all of the emotions inside this girl are embodied by these creatures who can, to some degree, control and manipulate her. And it's worse thing, they're actual like, physical creatures living inside her brain that sneak in, like they're yeah. parasites that sneak into her brain and like hollow out her skull <laughs> it's really the opening credits are really gruesome i found that conceit granted it's such a it, it, it's supposed to be a very simplification and i can see how it can help kids it's, talk it's, about it's, it's things. a gross simplification if about- i saw that movie when i was a little kid i would leave it and i would have felt broken broken because that is not what it feels like at all um see i i've been diagnosed with depression since i was 12 years old and I, uh, it's, uh, uh, that is not what... Would have made more sense if instead of Sadness being a cute little fat lady in a, a scarf, like, if she were, like, like, the big, big, like, the vat of, of nothing that everyone gets, falls into, <laughs> if that was her, if she was, like, this giant, like, my miles metaphor, wide maw of just... My metaphor you. was that, of to be, if, if you were to have a movie that represented my mental state, yeah. it would be your next, the home invasion movie, your next, and <laughs> sadness is all the people in Animal Backs trying to kill everyone at home, and Joy is the main girl. Because <laughs> it's, it's, it's weird, because I've seen other people who, have, who deal with, like, depression and stuff who online who... Uh, I mean, granted, everyone's psyche is different. Everyone yeah. who struggles with depression deals with yeah. their own way. No, 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 no two people are the same. I'm amazed at people who are just as fucked up as you or anyone else who are like, yes, that was the greatest film of all time. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, get well, this the so fuck out of my the face. The moral of this movie yeah. was that you... This is the I would, this would actually really be mad. It's like, you have to be, sometimes you're sad. And that makes happiness all the sweeter. And they don't come out and explicitly say that, but, but they implicitly yeah, say it. That's the, what Basically, the, the it's is. like, yeah, the, the climax of the movie, spoilers for Inside Out, is that sometimes, you know, not every moment is purely one emotion. Sometimes it's a, cap, a it's a it's a array of emotions. And isn't that wonderful? It's part of the rich tapestry of life, blah, blah, blah. Well, that's, and like, especially at the end of the movie... Here, Annie, I'm gonna explain to you what you think. Please, please. No, but like even from my perspective, where I had, I had an okay, I had a fat, nerdy, white childhood. I got beat yeah. up a lot, so it wasn't like the end of the world. I didn't have like super like clinical depression or anything like that. But even me watching that movie, I'm like, this. I don't know. 
understand how this movie appeals to anyone who isn't just like that girl in the movie yeah, who has seriously. a very secure white yeah. middle upper class idyllic lifestyle. So. Idyllic, yeah. where like she that girl is lucky if she gets to be. She only feels her first tinge of like happiness mixed with sadness moment when she's eleven. Because a lot of people they don't yeah. even get that far in life without yeah. having to like deal with like oh sometimes you can be happy and sad. Yeah. Like this is really like you uh-huh. have to be. This is. This is kind of fucked up upper class white shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's a little like not that it's bad or anything like that. And I know that's not the whole point of the movie. Saying sure, the, 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 it's just this is supposed to be this one person, and then some people. This is how yeah, maybe they aren't sad until, especially for a girl. You think you're gonna learn that like shit's more fucked up before like eleven in terms of like emotional stuff. But that's yeah. another whole other thing. But yeah, I was a little even even me who's I'm not even the same ballpark of emotional craziness as, as you are. Mm. It's craziness complexity mm-hmm. thank you but Bill. you know what i mean but exactly yeah, but sure, like yeah. yeah but i'm close enough i could i could peer over uh, the fence and go oh yeah i don't think this is gonna connect oh man yeah. i was so mad at that fucking movie because it just felt you it you also were you mad in the movie theater i was, was like furious a, oh, okay, yeah. no i was furious throughout because i was just like it just well, felt it, was... it rung so hollow and also i was really upset just by the central conceit the idea that these facets, these emotions are separate and removed from yourself and that they manipulate you and control you and you are nothing. You're just like some sort of empty vessel in which these Your things are... For these, yeah, these characters Yeah, there. just that rung so hollow for me. and But just, yeah. Just See, fucking... I interpreted that like, they're just an embodiment of what's naturally going... She is a person, it's not... But yeah, See, but but it was, it's her like, character was so hollow yeah. and so empty. She loves hockey, come on. And then all of the the aspects of her were so vague. And like, even me, because I, I grew up knowing... I was one of the few kids growing up who had a relatively stable family life. Mm-hmm. Relatively stable. And so even the whole thing were like happy, like the so part of the uh, big part of the movie is so you've got the central command center where all the main characters live, and mm-hmm. an outlying thing you have got like the where parts of her brain are compartment, com, com, oh, what's the word compartmentalized? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you've got like Friendship Island and Goofy mm-hmm. Goofball Island, and, yeah. and Family Island, and and the kind of the big thing you can kind of measure they in the movie measures her happiness by how well these little islands of her psyche are doing and like mm-hmm. she breaks up with her friends so friendship islands crumbles and, yeah. and disappears and then family island just because they have a small argument yeah. is like ready to be destroyed yeah and i'm like man i know a lot of people who never even got their chance to even have that kind of family island yeah. this, this girl's fucking lucky like it's just kind of like i don't know it just made it's, me so it's... mad and then it made me even worse when i saw an interview afterwards with um what's his name phil doctor yeah the main guy yeah he We're... directed up stuff he's yeah. making he monsters incorporated no, he's doing good shit but he he said and i totally understand what he was trying to say i get the richer context of it but he came out and said we live in a society where people medicate their sadness away and i think that's a shame and in that moment i was like fuck you yeah. well, that's fuck what I, you he, the whole movie is made for and when he's talking about that he's talking about somebody who feels slightly kind of sad. sad they can medicate Boom. it away Boom. yeah and like anyone who actually has to deal with real emotional fucking turmoil mm-hmm. And that's the thing. And like I said, I've seen people who deal with a real emotional turmoil. They love that movie. And it's just so weird. Just to, I, I, yeah. Um. I hated it. Because even as an adult, I felt like I could feel these. It was really triggering to me in my childhood. And just like, and my, I had a great childhood. My parents loved me. My sister is great. Yeah. I was in a very supportive community, all this stuff. But I really struggled with depression and illness, mental illness and physical illness. And that movie just brought back all of these memories and emotions and feeling so broken and feeling so othered and feeling so alone. And it just, I, it was like, I was... Have you seen anyone else online have the same reaction? Because I haven't I, I at all. I don't know if you've actually looked, looked for anyone no, like that. No, because yeah. I'm like, fuck this movie. It made me so 
nomad just go, go fuck inside out <laughs> actually that point <laughs> well, I had to research that very <laughs> different results you know very what I was, which theater did you go see it at uh, I actually went to the St. John's Theater which I've never been to before okay because I was listening to the police scanner that uh-huh. night when you went to go see it <laughs> yeah. I heard there was a disturbance of a, of a, a white lady in her early 30s punching people in a movie theater <laughs> <laughs> several small yep. children had been kicked <laughs> Uh-oh. I did almost, there was a little boy at our theater who was a loud talker who oh, talked no. throughout the whole movie. Is she sad? <laughs> How is this sad? So, yeah, when you went to go see, what time, what, what time of the day was uh, we went to a I had a conversation with Leland about this last week. 7 o'clock, so was there yeah. a whole bunch of kids there? Yeah. Because I saw an opening night, 7 o'clock, first showing in town, uh-huh. and there was a whole shitload of kids, uh-huh. and, like loud, noisy kids, yeah, yeah. and like halfway through the movie when things started getting really sad, yeah. like yeah, one kid started crying, and like yeah. really like... Like, like big sobs, like, yeah. and that's the chain reaction. Where other kids start, <laughs> like, well, as, as soon as yeah. one kid started crying, everyone yeah. else felt like, everyone okay, that's all they can hear. Like, I was sweeping. <laughs> I was yelling, everyone crying. How did you get where in that movie people cried? Because everyone was talking about how they're weeping yeah, 10 minutes in. Because no one died. I could not figure it out. Well, and the, like, the other thing, too, is like, this is total creative, snobby bullshit, but like, yeah. I've seen other people go, like, just the basic idea that you would have like these physical nope. embodiments of emotion. This is so loaded. This yeah. is no, it's such an amazingly creative, imaginative thing. And I'm like, have you never seen anything where like someone's <laughs> emotions have been embodied by some yeah. anthropomorphic Mr. Happy, it's fucking like, angel on like, shoulders, like yeah. anything like this. This is yeah. a caveman. She's like, you never watched any cartoon? <laughs> or like, this is not the first time anyone's yeah. like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, like, ten. I totally um, get that it's like, it's important to give ki- kids tools to talk about That's. I think this is the most, most valuable thing about this movie yes. because as fuck adults everything us yeah. fucked up as adults guess what it's not for us but yeah. at least this gives hopefully future generations kids at least arms that from a young age tools to kind of at least articulate how they feel because that's yeah. one of the nice things in this movie is kind of makes it easier for people to talk about like not just their yeah. emotions but also how like their psyche is built because very can... rarely do you have things for kids that talk about sadness yeah so at least sadness. Yeah, and, and then it's people... okay to be sad yeah. see i totally get that this is one of those movies where i left i'm like this movie is not for me at all in no way, shape, or form was this movie for me, except that Amy Poehler did a very good job as Joy. That oh. was it. Well, I love uh, when they were talking about like coming up with the movie. They, 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 they at one point they you know eventually decided that Joy was going to be the main character, and they're like, "How do we come up with? How do we have a main character named Joy, who's the embodiment of Joy, who people aren't going to want to fucking kill?" Yeah, and they're yeah. like, "Get Amy Poehler because yep. she's." Well, yep. that's the other thing. The characters aren't necessarily just supposed to be the perfect embodiment of those emotions. Yeah, they're in charge of the emotions, so they're yeah. not always just kind of like even Joy herself. She's yeah, in charge she of Joy, but she can still be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just Discussed, but yeah. yeah, so uh, one thing I did like, like technically, it was a beautiful film. Like, I liked details, like that the um, all the emotions weren't necessarily fully formed. Mm-hmm. Like, they had like this like movement to the edges of them, and they were uh, kind of like, made kind of, of kind of like Muppet flesh, like kind of particulate almost. Yeah, yeah, especially Joy because she has little bits that kind of bubble off sometimes. Yeah, and you can see that a little bit in, uh, in some of the other characters where they yeah, they're they're not like it's not like organic skin flesh. Yeah, they're not and, entirely solid, but it's some kind of yeah. They're kind of made of energy, and like but you're some... only see that. Yeah. I liked in some elements like the in the um in the world of the mind it was all very fixed camera but in the real world it was shaky cam yeah like little things like oh, that things were like really that. it was really a technically excellent movie. and from a storytelling perspective too I was kind of intrigued because that must have been really interesting because whenever they decided that the main character of the movie was not going to be the girl but the emotions yeah. inside of her head yeah. from a storytelling perspective to have a story where yeah. um you have characters who by their nature can't really change because yeah. they're just abstract about, yeah. notions anthropomorphized 
And these are characters who can't be threatened in any real way. Yeah. Unless you're going to suggest this girl suddenly can't ever feel happy again because Joy yeah. gets murdered. Exactly, yeah. So you know that can't happen unless you really want to go super dark, which mm-hmm. would actually be kind of interesting. I'd yep. love to see Inside Out like like 20 years later when she's an Joy adult and she's dead. fucked up. And yeah, exactly. They can do. You can do some amazing sequels yeah. to this movie at least. Yeah. Um. But so uh, from a storytelling perspective, that must have been interesting. Even though the kind of the basic story is like Pixar has a couple basic formulas that they love to stick with, and one of their most popular ones they use the love to use over and over again is okay. We take anthropomorphic things, be they toys or fish mm-hmm. or monsters, mm-hmm. and we take one. We take a, a pair that are completely opposite from each other. Yeah. We thrust them into this thing where they have to get back home. Yep. And that's the whole plot of the movie. That, yep. That's toys. That's, yep. that's that's Toy Story. That's Monsters Corporation. That's Finding Nemo. Wally, yeah. yeah. That's this again too. Monsters so. Inc. So the story. My favorite, the only part of the movie that I really liked was just a very sparing detail. This movie was annoyingly heteronormative, and they did some bullshit like well, dad the trail, yeah, yeah, like dad only cares about singing about hockey all the time. But one element that I really liked that was just kind of there is that everybody has a lead emotion in their mind, and mom's lead emotion was sadness. I don't know if you noticed that. I get that. But it was just like a, such a subtle thing. And I was like, oh, but that shows that it's okay. Like that someone, you know, sometimes you do figure out sadness. And Although you have to wonder if that's just because that's, they were just behind the control board at that time. Because that's, because, you know, she's. She was the biggest emotion. Like she was. Oh, that's okay. I, just, know, I need to like, go back and see that because I didn't even pick up on that. I like, that was the only thing I liked. Because that, that felt um, familiar From to me. a world building perspective, it was a little weird because like yeah. Riley's like mixed gendered. But like everyone else is like the mom. They're all essentially the same characters, except now they have like brown wigs and like pearls yeah on. they look like the mom or and, the dad yeah but some of them have all male some are all female some are mixed it's kind of like a little weird but well they even show like cats like have the same thing where there's like sad cats and yeah and, and it's interesting because like again reading more about the stuff i guess they were originally thinking about having like a giant command center where like you had all the emotions instead of just boiling yeah. it down to five characters there's yeah. gonna be like up to 27 characters uh-huh. and you like there was gonna be some gags like here's here's like anxiety here's uh-huh. you know like fucking yeah orgasm. I don't know, what are the fuck other... Yeah. Are there other emotions other than just the fuck? <laughs> Anxiety and orgasms? No, that's it. Um, that's all I feel. It's all interesting if, if, if like, they kind of showed the, the human mind as being more like a Star Trek command ship where you've got yeah. like hundreds of like yeah. feelings running around. But yeah. they, they, from for storytelling simplification sure. sake, they boiled it down to five. So it's, it's a like, little... I don't know. It's just, I, I just personally found it so offensive and yes, upsetting. Yes, you were the only other person. And again, me, I was just from a creative perspective, I was kind of like, this is kind of weird. Whereas you had actually felt yeah, fuck. I up found it to be movie. the most triggering movie I've seen in my a long time. Start a support group. Jesus Woof. Christ. It just made me feel so... Like I said, if I were a little girl and I saw that movie, I would feel broken. That's the other thing, because I saw people saying, this Inside Out is like the first ten minutes of Up, if that was the whole movie. I don't get it. And I was like, where? Like, at which point? Like, and there were things like, I don't understand what happened Should in we do a commentary memory? for Inside Out? Yeah, like, 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 what, what? 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 Let's just turn this off and watch <laughs> fucking... Yeah, up again. Um, the uh, I don't understand her memory, her happy, sad memory, of after the hockey game where she fucked up the game and she's hiding in the tree and she her parents was happy come. Because her parents came. Well, her parents came. But why was the team cheering her? <laughs> like they were throwing her up. They were here, like and following her. Yeah, from, yeah, from, yeah. I didn't. Tra- I genuinely didn't don't know what happened. Yeah. What the fuck? This fucking movie. They didn't intentionally. She so have to watch it a second time to go over. Like what? I fuck. Um, inside out. It's not for me. That's fine. Supposedly, if you watch this movie in San Francisco, people are amazed at how nice the shitty house they move into is. Especially yeah, even I was like, are you kidding? Um, I hope the dad loses a job. Because <laughs> that's never actually really he's a little shitty little setup. I, yeah. I want to see the sequel where he hangs himself three weeks after the end of that movie. <laughs> and that, like, she has to revisit her. Like, yeah, no, fuck. Ah. 
Hamilton. It's uh, just different people have different tastes and flavors. Yeah. Woof. Yeah. Woof. Ugh. Ugh. Bill, tell me about Batman Arkham Knight. Batman Arkham Knight is not very good. I only bought this game because Justin McRoy. Yeah, he gave it a 10 out of 10. He bought it at Sheets. <laughs> which shows you how good I thought it was going to be. Is things I bought at Sheets any good? I just watched it for the first time yesterday. The conceit seems so dumb. <laughs> it really is. He was. I, he must have inspired this, this guy on YouTube called Robert Dyer, who's this guy from Bethesda, Maryland, who he pretty much does the same thing, Where except he, he he like reviews all kinds of different junk food. Yeah. But he's like this weirdo, so I guess Justin Malker decided to do his own thing. Well, just really is, I'm just like, here's grapes. I saw two <laughs> videos. Uh, he reviews grapes, and he's like, these grapes are pretty good. And then it ends with, and here and this has been things I bought at <laughs> And then the next video starts off, hey, I'm Justin McElroy, and this is things I bought at Sheets. <laughs> He's like, he bought a trash can cookie? <laughs> Which is actually what it is called. It is a cookie that's supposed to have a whole bunch of different crazy, like, junk in it. Uh-huh. So I guess that's why I call it trash can cookie. And he eats it, and he's like, and he goes, eh, and he throws it in the trash can. And, it just adds, <laughs> and this is things I bought at Sheets. <laughs> and so, yeah. And it's not even, it doesn't even have its own dedicated YouTube channel. It's yeah. just part of his, like, Justin McElroy, uh, it's just a playlist on his sure. personal account. So. Yeah. What That's the hell adorable. were we talking about? You, we were talking about Arkham Knight and how you, you bought it because Justin McElroy yeah, gave it a 10, 10 out of 10. I think it's the best review anyone gave it. Well, yeah, yeah. And I really like and respect Justin McElroy. Did you play any of the other Batman games? Because no. it's like the eighth Batman game. I, I played out. the demo for the first one and I realized it was not for me. It's just like that, except I didn't play the second one. I got halfway through the first game, but the, my save got corrupted, so I never got to see Aww. the end. But I played enough. You yeah, you had a good time. Batman punching people. Yeah. And this one kind of like, it's really weird because when you start off the game, it, it's the sensation of if you play a complicated action game and you set it aside for six months and come back and try to pick it up again you don't yeah. know what anything does yeah. because they start off the game there's no tutorials or anything like that yeah. but you have like all these crazy powers yeah. like uh, press this button this calls the Batmobile and then you press this button this uh, you you pull out the like the the, 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 the battering yeah, yeah the battering and this and that and like just spent the first hour of the game just like walking around down the street Gotham <laughs> just like flailing throwing <laughs> shit out of my body just looking like a crazy person and it's I've only played a couple hours and I'm like it's just Batman again. I don't get it. Except this time instead of the first game you were in Arkham Asylum and yeah. so it was very small close quarters. Yeah. It was almost kind of like a Metroid game because yeah. it, it was very linear uh, except sometimes you would get powers that would let you go back and re- retrace your steps and kind of like unlock new parts of Arkham Asylum. Mm-hmm. This is all open world so you can go anywhere and do anything. It's essentially mm-hmm. Grand Theft Auto with Batman in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, except yeah this game the thing that's be everyone's complaining, complaining about this game is that most of the game is you spend in the Batmobile which is yeah. funny because Batman games especially yeah. in this series have all been you're on foot you're, yeah, you're punching people. people and this Batmobile's a tank that you're just blowing up other tanks with yeah and so that's been mostly what I've been doing so uh-huh. it's hard to just go like so that's kind of the game yeah and in terms of story the only thing the first thing you do you have to go pick up Poison Ivy's on the loose and Poison Ivy was one of the most fucked up things I saw in the first game because in the first game Arkham Asylum it's everyone's breaking out of Arkham Asylum. Right. And so everyone's dressed in their orange jumpsuits. Yeah. Except for some reason uh, Poison Ivy they even show her even before she escapes. She is dressed in nothing but a, uh, an orange jumpsuit prison top with okay. like little pl- panties made out of plants. Uh, Dylan called them planties, and I fucking <laughs> laugh my ass off. Uh, and so that was just kind of like, why is she dressed like this? Especially if this is like her actual. I can see maybe she wants she broke out of like Arkham Asylum. Oh she my kinda, god, that is awful. It is, and so but this is. Three games later, presumably a couple years later, she's still dressed like this. She's in her Dear present Lord. outfit. She, they didn't. Even, they couldn't even bother to change her fucking outfit from the from the first game. And it's just like. Well, I've heard the costume design is the worst part of these games, or the character too. design. I so should the say. first game was 
all the voice cast and everything is pretty much from the animated series. Uh-huh. And so all the characters, because it, well, it's a 3D polygonal, polygonal AAA game, so it's right. everyone's 3D modeled. But mm-hmm. kind of the character designs were mostly kind of like, almost like realistic versions of the Batman animated characters. Even like Jim Gordon, you know, Commissioner mm-hmm. Jim Gordon. Uh, whereas in the show, he was a big, broad shoulder. He's essentially yeah. old Batman. Yeah. And so that's what it essentially looked like in, in, in the first Arkham Asylum game. This time, uh, they seem to be trying to make everything... They're being influenced by the movies, so it's more mm. Dark Knight. So Jim Gordon now, he's like a tiny little old man. Whereas, you know, Batman's is still this like, big, like, yeah. seven-foot-tall, hulked-out, 300-pound muscle yeah. guy. Jim Gordon's now, like, like, like 98-pound, like, I'm old and I'm mm. tiny. And, but he's also voiced by... Uh, 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 one of the guys from Breaking Bad, so it's kind of cool. I uh, love the guy playing him. They actually got a, like a Hollywood actor to play him. He's mm-hmm. fucking fantastic. But it's just kind of like I don't know. I'm not seeing the perfect tent. Yeah. It, and Justin McRoy is one of my. Uh, it's not. I love Jack, Justin McRoy as a person. Yeah. But Justin McRoy, along with Jeremy Parrish, are the two. Re- yeah. Uh, guys review games who, if they like something, there's yeah. a 99 percent chance I'm gonna like yeah. it too. This is one of the first times. Like, I've only played it the first couple hours. Yeah. Really, the game's like 40 hours long. But I'm just yeah. kinda like, eh. Justin McRoy finally led Jerome. And I was like, really, like, because I went back to read the review, and I'm like, I'm like, not quite, like, because it's, perfect 10. (laughs) Bill is baffled. I'd be like, yeah, I have to play more. The funniest thing is, though, when you first start off the game, you get the Batmobile, you got to go pick up Poison Ivy and little planties. (laughs) And I'm like, because it's always that the Batmobile's got one chair in it. So, like, where yeah. do you put, like, fucking Poison, poison Ivy? He flips the switch, and the, and the trunk of the Batmobile opens, and a little baby chair comes out. What? And he puts Poison <laughs> Ivy in the baby chair, and it locks her up, like, like hugs her, like, metal arms, and, like, flips her upside down, and stuffs her back in the trunk, and closes the trunk. And so wow. you don't see she's in there? So it's the whole, which is actually, if you have to pick up prisoners and, like, yeah, with them, it's great. It's, sure. It's, it's, it's hilarious. And there's actually a couple baby seats. So, yeah, if you, wow. you want to, like, arrest a whole gang, I guess you have to lock everyone up in these little baby seats and, like, wow. snuggle them up. And they flip a switch and they get dumped in, in wow. the trunk. And it's just so, because she's like, Batman. She's trying to be sexy at Batman. Like, Batman. Poison Ivy. Can yeah. you see my titty? She's like, oh, why am I in a baby chair? Oh, can you still see my titties in the baby chair? Ah! This is like, and you let her out. The game was... That's Batman. That's the first three hours of Batman Arkham. And the last thing I did, so the villain of the game is Scarecrow. Because mm-hmm. Joker died at the end of the last game, sure. so Scarecrow's now the the, the 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 chief guy, and he's fucking up the whole city. He's mm-hmm. threatening to release t- a toxin gas all over town that's gonna make everyone scared and kill each other. And so you're trying to figure out where he could be possibly manufacturing all this toxin. Mm-hmm. And then you find out after an hour of trying to figure it out, is that the chemical factory? <laughs> Which is like it takes up a whole quarter of the map at the end of town. You're like, really? World's greatest fucking detective. It's just that hard of perspective. It's just kind of like, wow, you're making me really feel super smart and powerful in a video game. It's just like, Batman, you some balls, some balls. So anyway, it's not terrible. I don't even it's still fucking what it is. But I'm coming in thinking it's perfect ten game of the year coming along. I'm like, it's just more Batman. Yeah. Well, basically his argument was that it was like the 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 culmination of the other Batman Which it games. Which can be. I just have the so, cool board, but it yeah. starts off in a. F- yeah. Somebody says fucking flat foot. Yeah. Somebody says that Julie Andrews coming in your house. She gonna be naked. She got cake. <laughs> and you open the door and it's not Julie Andrews. It's uh-huh. like Audrey Hepburn's corpse. <laughs> she still got the cake. You know, like that cake looks good. But this is Julie. This Bill's is a really interesting metaphor. But it's not like maybe like Julie Andrews will show up in an hour. Maybe she's just late. <laughs> but you're like, I still got to deal with like Audrey Hepburn's corpse showing up. Like who said this? 
Anyway, so Do I have to you, call the cops. The, the Justin McElroy related joint that I have been obsessed with this week is: Have you seen their video series Monster Factory? Have we I about saw that? like the first two or three. So Justin McElroy and his brother Griffin McElroy. Griffin McElroy is actually the video producer at uh, Polygon. And they do the excellent podcast, My Brother, My Brother and Me, and also The Adventure Zone. I love their entertainment empire. Their little entertainment empire. But yeah, they do this series for Polygon called Monster Factory that is basically, (laughs) they take games where you can create your own character and create the most ridiculous character they can and then have goofy adventures. And it's funny as shit. Which one did you see? Oh, I've seen all of them. There have only been four so far. Which is actually kind of great. It's also kind of like half-assed, kind of like a mini preview review of a game a little bit. Exactly, Because they do one that's Dark Souls. I'm sure you would have never watched a Dark Souls video otherwise if they yeah. hadn't been part of that video but like, at least I'm now you know big, what Dark Souls is like I'm not a big let's play sort of person yeah. but um, I really do like what I are really the other do ones? like these kids they do The Sims they do oh, um, yeah they do Dark Souls they do uh, um, fucking Skyrim and Fallout 3 those which are the four. Which ones are the fucked up ones? What's the most like? I mean, they're all enjoyable in their own ways. Like, like, I really yeah, recommend all of them. It's it's they're like five minutes each. Yeah, maybe I saw Dark Souls. They've also yeah. done some. Uh, Polygon has a series called Overview where they'll just play a video and talk about it, and okay, they did yeah. really which good ones of play, yeah. exactly. They'll uh, they have a really good one of Goat Z that's really funny. Is that like and they have a really good game? one. Yeah, it's a it's an ex- expansion pack for um, Goat Simulator that's a zombie. You're a zombie goat. And they also have a really good one for Cat Lateral Damage. That's so funny. I Get love those boys. So, yeah, y'all need to stop listening to our garbage podcast and go Google Monster Factory Polygon. The they're the they're like, they're the Kennedys of online entertainment. I'm excited. I'm ex- they're coming to Portland. And oh, I, I forgot about that. I didn't get I tickets. Got you fully, got tickets. Yeah, I got fully tickets. So, uh, yeah. It's gonna You're going to hug Jasper McElroy? I'm going to hug him. And Foley's gonna smooch Griffin McElroy right on the face. I d- I was looking through my junk folder yesterday, and I mm-hmm. found uh, when they first announced my brother and brother and me, I made them fan art. Yeah, and it, so I like the, I had the hashtag. It's a picture, and it has hash- had the hashtag MBM MBM on it. And what it is, it's a picture of Michael Bain from Aliens. <laughs> And Michael Bain from uh, the Terminator, and then Justin Macrish because it's Michael Bain, Michael Bain, and me. I don't know if I ever said it to Justin Macrish, but I remember, like I drew that out, laughed my ass off. Wow, good job. I was no, I because it has nothing to do with anything other than it was. I was trying to think what's 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 my brother. Oh, so what else? That's pretty good. Oh, man. Oh, you got boy. married. Batman. Inside uh, Out. Man, Fallout Shelter. So Did you try this? I um, I played... Oh, uh, I actually have to t- I have to check my, my, my fault. At right E3, now. they announced, yeah, Fallout Shelter, the Fallout-related well, yeah, uh, downloadable title. We still haven't talked about E3. On, uh, for uh, iOS. And so I powered up my iPad so I could play it. And I played it hardcore for three days. And Did we my, have the same experience? My cause... Fallout shelter was at a 95% happiness level on average. I was doing really, really good. But then I got fucking married. And getting married obliterates your oh, life, by the way. Oh, that did not happen to me. <laughs> I was going to say, For no, a moment, no. too, I thought you meant in the game, like, oh, people can get married? No, I uh, I got married, and it obliterated my free time for, like, a week solid. Like, so only today am I like, I guess I should go check out my Fallout shelter. I'm not optimistic. Everybody had guns, so I think everybody was going to be in pretty good you shape. You want everyone with guns because you might get a rad roach? So yeah. what happened to me? I played while you were busy getting married. I kept on playing for like the first three days, uh-huh. and um, I got hit by. Well, it turns out I was lo- running low on water, and uh-huh. so if you run low on water, everyone yeah, in your gets, in your vault get gets irradiated, yeah. and uh, which cuts their their uh, life bars in half. Which mm-hmm. I, I wasn't thinking too much about that until there was a rat roach infestation, yep. which I didn't realize can spread from room to room if the yep. people in that room where it first uh, 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 happens don't, don't contain, contain it. it. Yeah. 
And I didn't arm anyone with guns. Yep. I had guns, but I didn't think, why do I need guns for? And I realized, yeah. oh, this is why you need guns. Yep. And so... See, it's been a week. I just expect everyone has starved and radiated themselves spent, to death, you know? Well, no, at a certain point, like, you, like no one dies while you're not watching it. it. It doesn't do that kind of thing in real time. But, yeah, I had 34 people, and I had just, it was, like, good four or five days put into the game. Yeah. Everyone got wiped out oh, in wow. five minutes from this rat wow. infestation. Because everyone was already weakened from the lack of water, and yeah. the roaches just spread so quickly, and I didn't have enough guns for everyone. And I had spent $5. Yeah. To get like, cause those are one of the things. It's a free game. You don't have to. But I do. I like. I like. I like. Yeah, I'll give enough money. Like, oh, and the game's yeah. free, so I like. Fuck it. I would have paid yeah. five bucks for this in the first yeah. place. And of course, all the stuff. Cause when you spend money in the game, you get these little uh, lunch boxes, and the yeah. lunch boxes have these cards that give you stuff like money or energy or yeah. free weapons or a certain person. Or yeah, actually, people come to your fault, which is really nice. Cause there are a lot of stuff in the game that you unlock by actually getting more people. Yeah. And so I did that, but of course, with my everyone in my vault getting wiped out, all that stuff I paid for suddenly like, it disappears too. Yeah. And I was like motherfucker yeah. i had sworn off the game i, like, I had it. i had 132 inhabitants really Maybe 138 i think actually holy and, shit 95 happiness it was really nice because i was You're so hiller of the vault i was freaking out about my wedding and it was what? a very meditative thing to focus on and 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 chill out with how did you get that many people so quickly i thought fu- everyone was fucking Forced breeding program? everybody was fucking that's Bill. the thing i realized because it doesn't get kind of grody where you're like everyone's got to fuck right everybody now. it's like that it really point. is like okay this well I, I guess at a certain point you can't have people who, you can't have Children's, you can't have siblings fuck. Yeah, I've tried to do yeah. that, and so when you check in, got in on them, they're just yeah. like, "I like hanging out with my family." Yeah. I'm like, "Fuck, you guys both fuck." <laughs> I gotta bring in other people, so I yeah. realized that I really do have to. Make you sure have to that, be like, careful. Yeah, yeah. I, I've got, I had a system going on, but yeah, I just. Uh, and that's a terrible I, thing with me yeah. because I'm talking about in the present tense, which means I'm playing again. Yeah, and to get my vault back up to speed, I spent ten dollars oh, to Bill. get new stuff. And it's going I'm, I've already surpassed everything I did in the first yeah. game and I have no to arm people. I know to make sure everyone's got water. Yeah. But yeah, no. Yeah, that's... I was I was doing pretty darn good, but it was one I, I'm really I have an addiction streak a mile wide, mm-hmm. as the, the listeners well know. And uh I felt myself it was I was totally getting its hooks in me. I hate games that don't end and games especially games that have like time-based things to them it's really insidious this game is so you're only gonna play for like 30 seconds at a time and you have to check back in because once you like like manage people for 30 seconds that's all you have really, really have to do there's no like see bill that's why your vault was fucking up really so what yeah do you, do? You, kind you, of gotta, you gotta make sure that you have your vault optimized you have to make sure that the notch the the bare minimum notch is at least halfway if not a little bit below the max that's a good point you gotta rush room to make people? sure things are all maxed tr- out that's oh so that's how the original that's, that's how, how i got wiped got out because up. so yeah. the thing is you can rush production in these rooms for like yeah. energy and supplies and stuff like yeah. that and i it was water i needed extra water so i rushed the water plant yep. and that's when it attack. failed and there was a red roach attack and then quite literally i was in bed it was like 1 30 in the morning i yeah. thought oh i just checked with fallout vault yeah. oh i should like make sure everyone has extra water before i go to bed i should rush this and literally five minutes later i'm sitting there looking at my screen and everyone's dead I'm yep like, i was so great <laughs> i couldn't go to sleep for another half hour you gotta that. make sure that whatever um, you're rushing that they have weapons in there oh and uh, the big thing is if take your strongest person make sure they're going out to the wasteland so they get supplies yeah. Yeah. which is actually how you get most of your guns and exactly your yeah 
And no, so I usually have four that. people at a time exploring the wasteland. That's, uh, I'll have them explore until they die, and then I resurrect them and bring them home. Yeah. Uh, uh, my The person who I tried to send out the first time in my first uh, game was... So, you get named characters who can show up at the vault, or you can win from the lunchboxes. Uh, I didn't realize those are characters from the actual games. Mm -hmm. Because I got, like... Three dogs work in my radio room. Oh, really? Yeah. Aw, that's great, because I'm sure his stats are, like, in a way that... like really good, yeah. Um, I had, like, Moira Brown, who she's the lady yeah. in Fallout Vegas. Yeah. Who, I think she's the lady who gives you... Oh, it's not the lady I was thinking of. There's a super cool lady. It's not... It's I not... want Cassie. Who's Cassie? She's my cool cowboy lady. I think that's who I thought it was. Fallout but it New was... Vegas. This is the lady in Fallout New Vegas who wants you to go, like, research Fallout. stuff for her book. This Fallout. year... That's it. We haven't talked about I'm taking this. time off. I'm taking a week off for Fallout. Oh, and this brings us to the next thing I wanted to talk about, too. Uh, since we're not going to do a whole E3 recap, because, mm -hmm, like, yeah. everyone knows, like, it's not, we have anything new to say. But I did, uh, I've got a big uh, year-long calendar, wall calendar in my bathroom. Oh, yeah? And so I jotted down all the release dates for coming out this year, and it's yeah. actually a decent amount of stuff coming out this year. Yeah. There's nothing come out for, coming out for the rest of the summer, really. Mm -hmm. uh, but um, the calendar itself... That's a terrible photo. Um, yeah, like, between now... I don't know. I don't know if you can even see the, the, the dates I've uh, put on there. But there's, like... Is she anything good? Uh, let's see. There's a Dishonored remake coming out? Yeah. Oh, that's one of the things they announced. That was at the Bethesda thing. So uh, there's nothing... So this oh, that's is, right. Like, they gave this the is essentially release whatever. calendar for the rest of the year in terms of stuff me and you, you and I might be interested in. Uh, there's nothing for the rest of the summer uh, after Batman until August 4th. It's the Rare Replay, which is all the mm -hmm. Rare games on a disc. Do you care about that? I'm kind of intrigued, but... Not really. What if you liked, like, except they don't have Donkey Kong Country or Golden? Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's pretty much nothing uh, uh, until... Fallout 4 and Tomb Raider 2 are coming out on the, the same, same day. That's what I noticed. And but there's it. nothing coming out a week earlier, so I wonder if they're going to bump Tomb Raider 2 back a week. Damn it, I that's... so. Well, that's the other thing, because Tomb Raider 2 is also coming out on the PlayStation 4 next year, and I'm thinking, I could easily play Fallout 4 until Tomb Raider yeah. 2 comes out on PlayStation Seriously. 4. Um, yeah, really, I need all games to come out before Fallout 4, because Fallout 4 will just be my new wife. I'm going to oh. divorce my wife so I can marry Fallout 4. I'm so excited because I managed to uh, snag the collector's edition of Fallout 4, that dumb shit collector's edition. Is, did they say what's in that except for the Pimp Boy extension? Uh, you get... Yeah, you, they said some other shit. I pre-ordered all three versions. Bill! Oh, again, I can cancel them anytime. Well, that's the thing. I don't know what version I'm going to play. Because sure. you've got the PlayStation 4 version, which is the first one I got. The Xbox One, because they want the sweet mods, You got the mods, but then I'm thinking about maybe doing a gaming PC this year. Yeah. Fuck. I mean, if you're talking about mods, I mean, that's really... Yeah. And if you're going to get a game get your PC, hard dick the first four mods... Well, that's what... <laughs> well, that's... If you're going like, to get a gaming PC... Like, your first gaming Fallout 4 doesn't sound like a bad idea. No. Unless it's like a fucked up PC port like fucking Batman is, where they yeah. had to pull it from fucking... Did you I see still that? can't believe that they pulled it from sale. And it's because Steam. Because Steam Shit. just happened to do that thing, because yeah, they were like, everyone refunds. was getting so many refunds. Yeah. That like, they had to oh, pull Oh, I didn't it. know that was what happened. That's, well, they didn't come out and say that, but everyone's saying, because like, why else would they pull it? Because yeah. there have been broken games that have been yeah. released on Steam, but this is the first yeah. broken AAA game to come out just like a month after they announced wow. that. So, yeah. So they don't want to lose money money so that's that's just how, well and they also people found out that like the, the 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 people ported to pc it's um it's the people made dive kick that weird uh fighting game that's oh, just really people yeah it's not like a pc developer huh. it's 12 people from this one random indie company that handled the pc huh, port for this game weird. 
And so, I guess, like, uh, Warner Brothers didn't want to spend any money on the PC port, so that ex- explains why it's super fucked up, busted. Oh, man. They essentially got the guys with the lemonade stand to kind of try to, like, yeah. do the PC port. Which so, is and, really and not fair to them. Barely gave them any time or yeah. money to do it, so. But, Ugh. uh, but, what the fuck were we talking about? Oh, video games coming up. Video yeah, follow Steam, PC, I don't know, but follow up, but I just... I mean, I, I do have the Steam controller coming, so yeah. I can still play Fallout with a controller. Yeah. I don't know. I'm torn. I'm, I'm but at least now you have options. Console. You can I'll buy it on both. Console. You know what, Annie? You need to play Fallout 4 on each console. <laughs> I can do well, it. especially assuming there might be big decisions you can make, like yeah. Megatentile-style yeah. stuff. I'm just Man, saying. fucking Fallout. Fucking Fallout. I'm real, my favorite feature of Fallout 4 is that you get to design your fuck buddy. Oh, you're whoever's yeah, here. Yeah, okay. I didn't think about that for a second. I'm like, I'm thinking it was like a robot fucker. No, 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 <laughs> like, no, like no, the no, no. It's like, I like it's to, the dog. I like it's pretty good. You put a dress on the dog. It's and pretty good. It I'm thing, pretty yeah. excited about it. Yeah. Um, and supposedly your baby is yeah. like inherits the characteristics of both. Yeah, like, which of course. I guess I guess the baby dies in the first ten well, seconds of the game. Anyway, presumably the your 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 other and your baby survive somehow, and you're on the search for them. That's, I what, that's, that's what I'm guessing. Because I mean, presumably you're in the same vault as they are. Because I'm assuming yeah. you're all in one cryogenic yeah. vault. But they but could have been unfrozen at different points. That's terrible. Possibility. You could just oh, be the would, last person. That would be kind of tragic. What happens if they were defrosted like twenty years earlier and oh, you have to run into suck. your old? You could... Oh, that would suck. <sighs> and then it's your adult child. Okay, that's actually a really good idea. Yeah. And what if that's your fuck? buddy uh fuck you no gross what no i have no patience for incest jokes Not oh funny. come gross. on it's almost like so, you have standards. <laughs> but yeah, so, so that's like oh, any, anything coming out like others uh uh yeah dishonor comes out august 24th i don't give a shit about anything that's not fall <laughs> really mad max comes out september 1st i am along I'm with metal gear solid 5 and fear road on blu-ray i'm looking forward to mad max i cannot tell a lie but uh, really, I'm gonna play it until Fallout 4 happens, and then I'm gonna be like, That's, goodbye. I'm not trying to think goodbye. anything else. Yeah, my number Super Mario Maker. You don't care about that. Yoshi's World. I admit, I am an asshole, and I am looking forward to Assassin's Creed Syndicate. I know I shouldn't. You have to play as a lady. You can play as a lady, but beyond that, I love that they're just like I don't know, but gangs in New York, except England. Okay. And. If it's not, I mean, it should be the good team because it's that yeah. off year. It's well, good, here's the good, thing. bad, good, bad. The be- the big problem with Assassin's Creed 3, beyond anything else, was that it was set in a world with big open spaces. Mm-hmm. And that is not, Assassin's yeah. Creed is all about clambering in tight, an er- tight urban center. So theoretically, this is a perfect setting for Assassin's Did Creed. Did you game. see, uh, supposedly Tomb Raider 2 is inspired a lot by Assassin's Creed 3 and that there's a lot of tree traversal in this game? Are you making Raider- a no, joke? I'm serious. Like, supposedly yeah. that's a thing. That was fun yeah. in Assassin's Creed 3. It's just not what I wanted from an Assassin's Creed Did you Creed see more game. of the footage from Tomb Raider 2? It looks like it's all I tried, snow, snow and ice shit. I tried not to watch too much of it. I that's saw, like, the launch trailer. A little trailer, bit of E3, yeah. But um, um, uh, that's all. Because I just... I, like, that's a game where I just want to play it. Yeah, that's October 23rd. Assassin's- yeah. Um, Thank you. I need to actually pre-order. Well, that's what I'm saying. I pulled all these notes because I pre-ordered, like, a motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, all throughout 3. Uh, so, yeah. So, Assassin's Creed Syndicate is on October... Annie, you're gonna you're gonna be you're gonna be busy until fall because I October am. alone, October 9th, Uncharted Collection. Yeah. Uh, October sixteenth, Yoshi's Woolly World. I know that's secretly Super your important. highlight of the year. Yeah. And then yeah, it's Assassin's Creed Syndicate, and then Halo Five. Oh yeah, on Halo October Five. Uh huh. Right before Halloween, but yeah, November November tenth is Fallout Four and Tomb Raider Two. Um, and then the week after that, it's Star Wars Battlefront, which mm-hmm. actually kind of looks pretty good. And, you can play uh, with my brother-in-law. The last big game of the year is December 1st is Just Cause 3. 
mm-hmm. which is... It's so fascinating that they're coming out with Just Cause 3 and Mad Max within... Same developer within the same year. That's I guess they have crazy. two separate teams. Yeah, yeah. So, man, I don't know, man. Crazy. So, so I guess it's Warner Brothers, same publisher who did Batman publishing Mad Max, so everyone's wondering what that PC port's going to be fucked up too. So, I don't know. Yeah, yeah so that's, video, that's kind of the video game outlook for the rest of the year. So... And then that's the thing. I was thinking about doing the gaming PC because there's not much in the way of video games coming out. There's some. Well, we knew some games would be coming out. It's not like nothing would be yeah. coming out this year. But there's. It's. It's essentially starting the yeah August 25th with Dishonored. It's almost something every week until the end of the year. And actually, a lot of games coming out Fridays. See, how can I not? How can I not buy this Assassin's Creed game? Just look at this picture. It's your character yes, yeah, in a top like, hat with side chops. Did you see chops. that guy dressed up at the crowd, at, at the Ubisoft a, yes. uh, a press conference? Did they try to turn it into a meme, but everyone was making fun of them because it was just like, I you know. can't help it. But Let me play it. this This is the game. best thing is all the games coming out this fall that come out on Fridays, yeah. which is fucking perfect. Yeah. Because, like, why put... I know... Things get sent out on Tuesdays. Right. That's just a story because that's just how the entertainment business works. But yeah, Super Mario Maker, uh, fucking Uncharted, Yoshi's Woolly World, Assassin's Creed, all come out on Fridays. It's nice. It's going to be a good weekend. I was going to say, actually have some good weekends. Bill, should I buy Assassin's Creed for the PlayStation or the Xbox? Uh, all the Assassin's Creed's from now have all been running better on PlayStation 4, so mm. that's still consistent. The PlayStation 4 has been like better, you know, it's higher, more powerful tech. Thank you, so. Bill. That's what um, I needed to know. Thank you. So what else going on? What else? Uh, yeah, but yeah, what's what else is in the Fallout Special Edition? Uh, I don't know, because I just saw that dumb Pip-Boy, and I'm like, sure. But you know what? Sounds stupid. But, well, they, they, they have that app that's coming out for your yeah. for mobile devices. Yeah, you don't need and it. And it does make sense, because yeah. the only way that is useful is if... Because holding it in one hand while using a controller, like, yeah. you don't have to... But if it is on your arm, yes. you still hold the controller to go beep, 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 beep. I'm going to do it. Yes. I'm going to totally Because even if I didn't have a pit boy, I would want to build, like, a homemade pit boy. I'm totally going to do that horse shit. Um, it's so good. And I guess it comes with a bunch of foam inserts, so you can, like, have anything from, like, a mini iPad to, like, a phone in there. So, like, That's you have so different, good. like... It's fucking ridiculous. I'm so excited about oh, this horse shit. Oh, my I know God. It's, I know it's just dumb shit that's just going to sit on my counter unused. But I love it so much. Oh, uh, come on, GameSpot. Yeah, yeah. Show me what else is in that special edition. I can't believe you like special. Oh, it comes with a big case. Uh, a Voltec perk poster. Mm-hmm. Pip Boy pocket guide. And a collectible case. It's mostly just... The... And I don't know if it's the wearable Pip Boy, but it's not like... It's just a plastic... I know, like... it's just a shell. It's not even... Yeah, that's actually kind of a crummy uh, special edition. It's but so also kind of simultaneously kind of great. It's and so that is good. interesting that mobile devices are so ubiquitous yeah they, they can just assume that yeah. you're just gonna have a phone that you just plug into this thing yeah. which yeah because didn't they come up with a pip boy oh no it was a clock pip boy for fallout yeah. 3 yeah and man technology games so video games oh, bah, 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 bah. oh games we, uh, let's do bill tell me about the back to the future book uh new book came out this week it's uh-huh. called we don't need roads uh-huh. um it's got a terrible terrible cover i almost <laughs> didn't buy the book because the cover Based looks the like cover. the worst deviant art we made this in 10 seconds. It's a picture of the Back to the Future DeLorean kind of like zooming away from the reader. Yeah. With this font that I guess they could not legally use the Back to the Future official <laughs> font. So someone did their own homemade like sure. Back to the Future font. But it's this whole paragraph because it says, where we're, we're going, we don't need roads. which is a quote from the end of the movie, the making of Back to the Future 2. And this handmade font that's all wavy. So it's essentially the title is already a paragraph with this homemade hand-drawn <laughs> hand-wave wavy font that's supposed to look like the Back to the Future logo. It looks terrible, but it's actually a very cute book. Uh, just a hardcore, uh, super big uh, Back to the Future fan just decided to write his own book about the making of the Back to the Future movies. Hmm. It's actually really nicely written. It's very conversational, kind of funny writing. It actually does have a lot of information that I've never heard of before. 
because hmm. uh, he actually went out, he interviewed everyone who worked on Back to the Future movies except for Michael J. Fox. Interesting. Because Michael J. Fox is a Dracula, and he's going to <laughs> Even talking like the whole opening is like, yeah, I worked hard, but I couldn't get Michael J. Fox, but I got everyone else. So it's like, really informative. They talk about like the like there's anecdotes in there. Like they always talk about how uh, you know what Eric Stoltz is. He's the guy who was originally supposed to play Marty McFly. He was in Pulp Fiction. Wait, I'm gonna see what else. What is Eric Stoltz known for other than being in Pulp Fiction? All I know and is not that being... he was almost Marty McFly. That's all yeah, I know. He Eric was in the movie for. Mask where he played a guy with a fucked up face. Uh, anyway, so they talk about that, and I've always heard the anecdote where Eric Stoltz was originally chosen to play Marty McFly, and they filmed a month of Back to the Future with him as Marty McFly. They had to mm-hmm. go back and refilm with uh, Michael J. Fox once they realized Eric Stoltz wasn't working out. And I never heard them explain, I've never heard an explanation as why Eric Stoltz got cast anyway, if he was that yeah. bad. Like, how did he end up in the movie? Turns out it was the, he, because he had been in this movie where he played this uh, guy with all this fucked up face, like, yeah. like the Alpha Man, this movie called Mask, except it's about a contemporary teenage boy, mm-hmm. that the head of the studio, you Universal thought he was going to become such a big star as a result of that mask mm. movie. He's like, you got to put him in Back to the Future. And I guess everyone else is like, but he's not like a comedic actor. We need, this is supposed to be a comedy. Yeah. He's like, no, he's going to win an Oscar. We need him in this movie. And so they were stuck. And so Spielberg had, had to come and say, you know what? Like, we love this actor. He's great, but he's not funny. We have to replace him with someone else. And that's when he wrote out Michael J. Fox and said, I know you're filming Family Ties. And other stuff. So this is the kind of the one anecdote. I, I'm only like halfway through the book, but the one anecdote that kills me. So Marty McFly's original girlfriend that was cast to be with Eric Stoltz in the movie uh-huh. was the lady who played Jan from The Office. Really? She would have been Marty McFly. Seriously? And they cast her because Mar- uh, Eric Stoltz is pretty tall and she's super tall too. Yeah. But when they cast Michael J. Fox, she's like four feet tall. Yeah. She would have been like, they said they did a casting, like she would have been like literally a head really? taller than him. And so they uh-huh. had to get rid of her and fire someone else. And they kind of broke my heart because I love that actress on The Office. Uh, yeah, she's great. Um. So yeah, so that book was just worth it just for that little anecdote alone. And it makes me kind of, because wow. Jan is such a sad character. She is. She's such a sad character. It's funny to equate that actress with that character. I know, yeah. She did such yeah. a great job she of being kind of crazy, but kind of like yeah. sympathetic. And, oh. Man, they should, Inside Edge, Inside Out should be about her brain. <laughs> Which is funny because it's half the uh, cast of The Office inside of Ren anyway. Why is disgust an emotion in that movie? I love that it's been decaling though. That's, That's great. Good. Disgust, the, the voice acting was really good in the movie, but fuck that movie. Disgust. Another emotion. And it's all just broccoli jokes anyway. And I know. That Fucking broccoli was in her deepest. Fuck that movie. <laughs> fuck that movie. And with that, friends, we're going to take a little break. We'll be back for the Geek Week interview. And I wasn't so remain out in a hut. No mother, no name, and filled up my heart with one and the same that grand art feeling of emptiness. Alright, friends, uh, we never introduced ourselves as the Boy Hottie Podcast. Oh, again. I'm Annie the Spill. Um, <laughs> uh, welcome to our so podcast. To talk about. It's been two weeks, so we had like, a lot of catch up on, so I was just like, yeah. Now it's time for the Geek Week interview. Uh, as y'all well know, this is the part of the podcast where Bill writes down the news and week that was, and I am reading it often for the first time. Mm-hmm. So let's go on this adventure together. Best news of the week. Same-sex marriages are legal. Dot, dot, dot. In the next Fire Emblem game. <laughs> this was announced when the Supreme Court got on this fucking 
this cool gay train, train. Yeah, yeah before they got on the gay train they were obviously inspired by this news nintendo and the supreme court both saw my wedding photos and they were like we yeah, should this is actually kind of works out these are some that. handsome fucking couples out yeah. there we should just make this legal yeah, yeah so, this so you're welcome fun. internet you're welcome fire emblem this is the best i mean the best part i've never played a fire emblem game until the last fire emblem game yeah. but the best part of that fire emblem game was the fact that like your soldiers on the battlefield if they fought often enough yeah they could like become close friends and if yeah. they happen to be opposite genders they could get married and of course the thing is people yeah. like well why can't you get same sex married because yeah. that would be great because some yeah. of the best characters are the women yeah and not that you know, not that it only has to be lesbian uh-huh, yeah, but yeah. it's still the best characters in that game I'm for the women I'm shocked that a heterosexual man is like can we get some lesbians the up worst in here thing, so uh, this game just came out in Japan and uh-huh. the weird thing about this new Fire Emblem game the last Fire Emblem game was just one game you bought it was uh-huh. just about two armies fighting each other. They have Pokemonized, Pokemonized Fire uh-huh. Emblem. So the next game that just came out in Japan, it comes in two different versions. I think, depending oh. on which version you start, you, you actually play as the uh, opposing character from the other game. Oh, that's kind of cute, so it's actually. Like, it's it's, it's, it's yeah. the same game, but it's, you get to see both from halves of the story. Of that's pretty So cute. you can't get, get, get gay married in that game, but supposedly there's going to be a third version that comes out that mixes, combines both stories, and that version you can actually get, get uh, gay married. Okay. So essentially, like you can't get gay married in Pokemon red or blue but in green <laughs> I, mean, I think that's the correct analogy i don't know all Pokemon right. so much all right yeah. and then you can not everyone can get married but mm-hmm. whatever sure there's going to be a at least one gay marriage option for whatever gender character you play as mm-hmm. so but yeah you can't get everyone married but it's not just a pansexual free for all oh, one of the things is also like you have to have children in the game too so yeah. i guess that's i don't know so, so can you have multiple marriages then because a part of the dynamics adoption is kids have kids too. that's really adoption is real Adoption's kind of I'm just saying, people uh, adopt all the time. Uh, as someone who actually know, I didn't realize I know a lot of adopted people. You do, yeah, yeah a lot. And they're actually. all nice. They're all sweethearts. Yeah, they're all nice as Bill. <laughs> as a, well, that's well, that's you know, that's where the Legends of Vampires came from. Mostly, hey, just adopted people. What's next on the Geek Week interview? <laughs> uh, Marvel cast. It's Spider Man. No, it's Bill. A 19 year old English kid named Tom Holland. Yeah, do you care about this at all? Man, I I love Spider Man, and they have killed my love of Spider Man with the series. Well, that's the thing; it's new movies, movies by the good Marvel people. Uh-huh. I guess the rush to get this casting done, why mm-hmm. they had such a fire under their asses, aside from the fact they want to make more Spider Man movies, they are filming Civil War right now. Supposedly, they had written Spider Man into the script. Oh, they had to. And they're like, like Spider-Man Spider-Man they're filming, so they're like, we need fucking Spider Man on the set. Yeah. What are you guys doing? Wow. And I guess, I guess there was a big kerfuffle because I guess behind the scenes. Uh, because uh, so Spider Man's going to show up first in two Marvel movies, the uh-huh. Civil War, and I guess he's going to show it, show up in like in the next Avengers movie, I guess. But then Sony also then gets the right to make their own independent, their own solo Spider Man movie starring the mm-hmm. same guy. Mm-hmm. And so I guess uh, Sony wanted one person, and Marvel wanted one another person. And so it was it came down between this kid and Aza Butterfield. Which, oh yeah, yeah, kid yeah. That from, kid. Uh, I can't remember if this means Marvel one or Sony one, but I think Marvel wanted Aza Butterfield. I think so, or something like that. Wanted so. Mister Butterball. Yeah, they got another English guy playing fucking Spider Man. How long is that gonna happen? I but I suppose if he's going to take pl- it's going to take place in college. Oh no, it's all going to take place in high school. Uh, blah, blah. Okay. Did you see the note that came out when Sony first? Oh, they said it has to be white. It has to be white and heterosexual, which is yeah. really I didn't realize. It makes sense, I guess they would dictate that when no licensing Miles characters. But... Oh, and did you see the thing? Fucking uh, who's the old guy who made Spider Man? The old guy who made Spider Man. Yeah, not old. the guy who uh, he made all Marvel characters all by himself. <laughs> 
in one sitting. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, the old guy! Stan Lee! Stan Lee yeah. yeah! He pooped him out. He didn't mean to make all the Marvel characters. <laughs> uh, he came out this week because people were asking him, like, if they, like, he, they were asking him about the Spider-Man casting thing, like, what do you think about him being, like, black or gay mm-hmm. or anything like that? Mm-hmm. I guess maybe because the news of the Sony memo came out yeah. dictating that he had to be white and straight. And he was like, I don't see why you have to, have to fuck with. You should, you should be white. Which I can kind of see why he, why he would say, like, he was conceived as being a straight white guy. That's kind of like... He was bit by a radioactive spider. I know. That's the thing. A lot of conservatives <laughs> using the... that as, like, an argument as against why Spider-Man should be anyone else. Because he said it. He invented Spider-Man. He says he's always supposed to be straight and yeah, white. Yeah, the dude who invented the anime GIF also said it's GIF. I know. That shit that. exists in the culture. Also, George Lucas made the prequels. Yeah. So, yeah. But it's, I'm you didn't make that character and it's supposed to be, you know, like, Spider-Man, I don't know, but it's still gives kinda... a shit. Yeah, you know what he really intended? He intended all the last by five terrible Spider-Man I know, exactly, movies. Yeah. Those was exactly uh, his intent. I don't know if they've announced anyone, like, I don't know if announced if they've, if they've found anyone to direct the actual Spider-Man. Why do you do Spider-Man movies shit. now? If they do another origin story, I'm gonna fucking never see a movie again for the rest of my life. And the thing is, they are! Of course they're gonna do another Who's origin story. Who's the guy who wrote story? the Spider-Man uh, comic? that you really liked. Brian Michael Bendis. Did you see him at E3 again this year? We had to apologize for last year. <laughs> He's like, guys, I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have come out. Powers is terrible. We're going to give you your money <laughs> I back. tried to watch the first episode of Powers because I really liked the Powers comics. Yeah, it's getting not. a second season? Oh, I couldn't get more than, I couldn't no get more than 15 minutes in the I first episode. that's another thing where I had no idea that actually came out. Much less yeah. Oh, so bad. Anyway, yeah. So that's that's Pyroman. Julia Stiles is in the next Bourne film. Aragorn will be the villain. Notes, Bill? I just, I like Julia Stiles. I really like Julia Stiles. She's kind of the cool character. She's kind of, she's kind of like the helper character. It's weird because she is just like this preferable helper character that helps yeah. out Jason Bourne in all those movies. Well, it's just interesting. Well, I guess they are technically still in the Jason Bourne universe. The yeah, within the novel the universe. Yeah, the, yeah, that's, but yeah. Because he of... is just a Bourne, not the Bourne. Because la- I was thinking, because I did oh, I, see, I did that. see the yeah. last one where it was what's his butt as uh, born, and I had a good time. How did, did that change in the mythology or anything like well, that? Well, he is just a born. He's like a. There's super multiple agent. Jason Bourne. Yeah, it's like James Bond. Or it's like there are multiple James Bonds. Oh, I know, I do. That was a thing. Yeah. Oh, I want to know his real. He's name. part of the. And Jason the third Bourne, Bourne movie, you find out that's not his real name. It's just a yeah. code name. But yeah, I guess exactly. it makes sense. They could. Be. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't realize they could not. Oh. But okay. on the other hand, I haven't seen that movie in a long time, and really, I just showed up for Rachel Weisz in glasses. So I, I haven't even seen know. that. I wanted to watch it just for that. Only that was the only good part of that movie. Was that good? It was not. It was not. I remember it. It was. Ex- it was acceptable. It was I competent. Found, again, it was, was worth it for her just saying the word science over and over. Really. Rather than ever do science, she just says science, science over like and science. over again. I found in my junk folder, it's a picture of, who are we talking about? Julia, uh, Julia Stiles or Not Julia Rachel Weisz? Rachel Weisz. In a skin-tight leather catsuit? Yeah, like, it's a weird Not picture. even leather, but like it's a latex. vinyl? Latex? It's a latex outfit. And I don't know it's where I got picture. it from. I was like, is this a Photoshop or anything? Because nope. it looks like an actual photo. It's real. I mean, she showed her naked butt in movies, so I guess it's not crazy. Like, I mean, oh, I feel bad for anyone who has to go into skin tight vinyl poured on leather stuff for even latex. A one random photo shoot. Latex is a thing, my friend. Oh my Some people are. It doesn't it. look bad. It looks great. I'm it's not a weird to me. Really? This idea of baby powdering yourself into a latex thing. Now, what do you think about the actual complications? I was saying, from a service level, it looks great, and you can totally see why it's sexy and everything like that. But yeah, yeah what do you think about the, like, the, app- the application? Can't yeah. wear underwear, so you're like, your shit's all chafed and junked up, and yeah, all the baby powder. You have to, like, come out, you look like a war boy from Fury Road. <laughs> GameStop's retro site is up where they're selling old NES, SNES, and Genesis, etc. games. Yeah, it's just a big deal for anyone of the retro collectors at home. This this is a big thing that happened this week. Uh, people are already predicting this may impact uh, yeah, the, the sales, the market, market for this week. Yeah, yeah because a lot of people, 
uh, get their best deals from people who don't know any better who might sell these yeah. games at yard sales and if they're mm-hmm. selling it to GameStop. And GameStop is selling them... Everyone expected that GameStop would be selling everything for fucked up crazy prices. Yeah. I guess these prices are pretty much in line with what you can get from eBay. Okay. So like even, like, even like Yoshi's Island, which is a game I want to buy, like I can get that for like 30 bucks, which that's pretty much what I saw at the Retro Gaming Expo here yeah. in Portland last year. Okay. Like I'm not an expert on that stuff, but it doesn't seem too bad. Mm-hmm. Still, you could probably find, if you're lucky, go to Yard Sale and find someone well, selling that's the that thing shit for like any, a dollar. Any but... vintage shit. Well, exactly, it's like you yeah. pay you pay for the convenience of getting it and getting yeah. something special. But it's funny that those old those old games are kind of like that vintage now. It's kind of yeah. like a collector's thing. Like you really have to like snipe people who don't know any better, or you have to resort to like I'll pay thirty dollars for that game. It's so funny to hear y'all basically enter the world of antiques because that it is, is yeah. what that's what junkin is all about. It's like you have to. Uh, when I worked for an antique dealer, I actually got in trouble once for talking about what a thing was as she was buying it from someone. Oh really? She was like you can't have someone go and Google like what you just said and realize you that keep- I'm gonna. Because the thing is, is that you're not necessarily ripping people off. It's your business, you know? And it's like, if someone, someone Yeah, if you is don't like, make that big sale, I mean, that's the difference between paying the water bill next Exactly, like yeah. yeah. So it's like, it's kind of an interesting line between shady and not you shady. You have to prey on people's not knowing what it is. And people yeah. should know better if they're going to be sell, looking at You have to sell, buy stuff from people who don't know what it is and yeah. sell it to someone who does know Let's what it is. Let's put this way. Uh, last year at the Portland Return Game Expo, I spent $300 at the first booth I saw. <laughs> <laughs> because they had all my favorite Nintendo games growing yep. up. Not mint in box, but yeah. box copies with the instructions and everything. And I know if I'd done some checking and like sure. bought it off of eBay yeah. or something, like so yeah. I, I could have like paid half the price. But how much time would you have spent? Well, I went that? home and followed yeah. me with games and yeah. boxes, and it was just worth it. Just you kind of so at least even then I went in knowing. Like, I knew what I would spend, so I wasn't going to spend any more than yeah. I wanted to, but it was still, like, it was nice knowing, like, okay, I spent as much as I wanted yeah. to, but, like... That's kind of my, yeah. like, my relationship with old stuff, too, most old stuff, is that I'm willing to pay for good stuff, because someone else did all the hustle, and I don't have It's here, to. and I can afford it, and I'm exactly. not, as long as I'm not bankrupting myself. I'm yet. not, you know, like, I don't buy a lot of old shit, but there's sometimes where I'm like, I know this is more than I would, I could do this elsewhere, otherwise, and get but it, but it's I'm here, like, I can just get, yeah, pay for the convenience. That's exactly. half of modern living, is just, ah, yeah. fuck it, it's right here, I'll just pay for it. We're yeah. monsters. Hannibal canceled. Brian Fuller seems pretty confident that it'll be back pretty soon somewhere else. A lot of people think it may get picked up by Amazon. I don't know why Amazon specifically. I think it's the only that's the only place it's available digitally, I guess. I think, yeah. And the, I guess the big, other big thing is, I guess the show has always been financed by a bunch of European people. Yeah, yeah. And so I guess there's always been a kind of a promise there. If, like, I, I don't think everyone ever expected Hannibal will go the long they want it to be on, on They want it to be on some network where they can show titties. Well, that's what I'm saying. It might get moved to somewhere else, BBC or so. Like, it'll, it'll yeah, it sounds a like totally it's going to... totally uncensored Hannibal kind of makes me uncomfortable though that's the thing because that was interesting kind of the weird tension of the show is like how much yeah. can they get away with like 10 p.m thursday night it's all about that um it's kind of like a haiku where like the regimented guidelines are part of the beauty of it they show so. some fucked up shit like i have movie- not i'm still i'm still catching up in hannibal last i saw was the one where um it was the uh mangled body heart that turned into a deer that thing. is the last one i saw too that that's like from the season that's like the that second this episode. season yeah i think they've only aired third. yeah it got canceled with like the episode like I yeah. after that episode because I, I saw watching they're like let's call it <laughs> yeah that's okay um no it's interesting because I, I i've been my depression's been kicking my ass lately and it's it's funny because hannibal really does make me feel better that's annie look, let's, <laughs> i feel like we're in the therapy session you saw inside out and wanted to stab people hannibal, <laughs> hannibal makes is a Oh, There's like about Hannibal. Okay, there are a couple of things. One, it makes me feel that my psychological issues are so much more manageable than anyone's on this show. Well, that is actually that is a perfect analogy because seriously, yeah, okay, yeah. It, it makes me feel so much more balanced because I feel so much more comparatively sane. Yeah. And also, there's another thing where um my. This always is gross, and I know I've talked about this podcast before, but <laughs> I grew up in a family of butchers, and so there's something about the loving way that they show 
cutting of flesh, I sound like a creep. That is very soothing to me. And I'm like, yeah, like yeah. grandpa, like my uncles and my great uncles. Sure, you're still like pulls of blood. It's and... all very meditative to me. It's yeah. like that is associated with home to me because growing up, we would go home and visit Texas and um, we'd run around the butcher shop, my sister and I. And there's a very particular smell of spice and dried blood that I find very meditative. The only smell of butcher shops. Yeah. So I channel and I'm like, ah, I'm... I may be severely depressed, but I ain't got nothing. At least I murdered people. Oh, here's another lingering shot of some sirloin that I know is supposed to make me uncomfortable, but instead I find it's kind of nice. I just so, picture yeah, like a little ten year old of you, like running up and hugging a freshly slaughtered cold cow, and then you're slathered in blood. <laughs> you just like walking around like, ah, and, like so, an Emily Carroll uh, Lord of the Rings bullshit. Yeah. But I talked about this before, but um, the all of the um, uh, like uh, ice cream pops were at the end of a meat locker ne- at the end of all oh, the so hanging sides of beef. So you yeah. had to run through all the sides of beef to get uh fucking, fucking awesome. So there's a oh, what do you think of uh, X-Files in, in the, these two episodes that we've seen? Julie now Nurse that she's the actual main character. She's been great in her uh, San- Carmen San Diego hat. The thing about Hannibal that I love is that Hannibal should be annoying as fuck. It's so precious. Well, it's people so go, like, artful and it's so pretentious. It's like obnoxious as hell. And I can feel that uh, in my heart it's right on the blade and it just manages to like stay on the safe side of the blade instead of the awful so I guess according to Brian Fuller in the episodes that we've seen so far she's trying to call attention to Hannibal like she's like that's why she's going shopping at the same place every day like I don't know quite sure why that's supposed to like signal to people I'm hanging out with Hannibal (laughs) but like she's supposed to be doing stuff where she's like doing such like that's why she's she's dressed elaborately in public yeah she's trying to be noticeable she's trying to draw attention to like something's up with this lady yeah but she's trying to do it in a way that like Hannibal won't notice that she's trying to draw attention to themselves as a couple. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. Sure it's happens. it's and Brian Fuller did say a, as part of his thing where he's like, oh, we're canceled. Who gives a fuck? We're coming back anyway. Uh, he was like, uh, I really want to. St- uh, I want to blow people's pants away with uh, uh, season four because he said it will be completely different change of what's going on in the show yeah. compared to what happens in the first three yeah. seasons, which is actually kind of a big deal because well, it's nice because it's already been a change because Hannibal yeah. outed himself. Yeah. So that's that that. Which is so good because the worst part of that show was Will Graham going, but he's he's a cannibal, but he's a cannibal, but he's, he's not a cannibal. Yeah, it just was so fucking. Man, actually, the worst the worst season, worst part of the show was him being accused of Hannibal Lecter's crimes and being in jail for like half a season two, and still going, but he's a cannibal. Yeah, but he's, he's a cannibal. It was the worst. Uh, it was the most boring season shit. Two was not. Really I need good. to get back on the train just because apparently Carolyn Burnett just came back and I, she's my I, favorite yeah, part of the show. Come back. Yeah. She's such a she's such a good actress and such a beautiful woman. Got to get on that. Ah, uh, did you see the behind-the-scenes photos from last year when she was dressed up like as the antler version of herself and she's all yeah. black makeup and stuff? Yeah, that's crazy. That's yeah, they get the same time. Yeah. Uh, did you see Hannibal Burris tweeting about how grateful he was that Hannibal got canceled? <laughs> I didn't think about that. Like there could be only one. And uh, I saw people wondering if they, he got canceled before Hannibal got to the elephants across the Alps. Not the Alps. The fucking. I know what you mean. Me, I'm no. No, what is that? Wait, Hannibal. Where was he? Because. That was Asia, right? Yeah. I can't remember. I'm, I'm, I'm the worst at history. James Horner, rest in peace. He wrote the scores for Scar- Star Trek 2 and 3, Aliens, An American Tale, The Rocketeer, Titanic, Avatar. Also, two pieces he wrote for Aliens and Glory were used in a billion movie trailers in the late 80s. I should drop them 90s. into the soundtrack, be- uh, into the podcast, because, like, yeah, every, like, two. I can't even say that again. It's just like <laughs> action music. For, yeah, it's you. You've 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 definitely heard his music a million times. Even if you've never seen any of the movies he scored, because like so, yeah. so much of his music got lifted and put into uh, uh, trailers back in the day. But yeah, Five 
Yeah. <laughs> did he write the the music for it too? I, don't think like he wrote the, the song. I was gonna say he yeah, did no, write the song. I think the mouse wrote that. He did. He didn't write the song. It's did you see how this, no, well, no, he wrote the melody actually, and Celine oh, Dion wrote the lyrics. Oh, I didn't so know he that. He actually did get credit for like he won an Oscar for best song for that movie. Um, did you see how he died? Fucking plane crash. Uh, wasn't it a plane crash? Fuckers, get out of that plane. <laughs> this is the last year that's taught us anything. If you're famous, don't go in the fucking plane, especially if you're piloting it. What the fuck are you doing? It's not your yeah. fucking job. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so he did. Uh, his music was pretty good. Even for... He was known for... Uh, he pretty much kept on copying himself. Yeah. Because he really had, like, big battle drum music uh, and, like, little horn going, doo-doo-doo. <laughs> 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 and that's kind of all music. <laughs> a lot of... With with Titanic, you broke out the bagpipes. That yes, was well, did. actually kind of like ba- Braveheart. You wrote the score for Braveheart. And that's oh, all yeah. bagpipes. So he yeah. learned the bagpipes towards the end, <laughs> and then he crashed into a tree. R.I.P. James Horner. <laughs> I don't want to shit talk him, but fucking, he's rich and famous. He did. Who cares? He was happy. Oh, Bill. Um, yeah. oh Bill. What else? What else, indeed? Amazon to pay Kindle writers only for pages read by customers, not by old books. That fucked up. Is insane. So I didn't read the details for this. Was this only I for actually... Kindle Unlimited? Or That's a good which question. is essentially their quote unquote. I should have done program. something other than see the headlines and report it. Because I think they, I think they changed this. Did you page. see the flag of dicks? The ice yes, flag? that was my favorite thing. Well, if y'all have not seen this, y'all need to Google ISIS Pride Dicks. It was the greatest thing. So at a Pride event in London, someone made a flag that was kind of spo- that was spoofing the ISIS flag. It was flag. ISIS flag, but the text was, was made out of dicks. Yeah. And uh, sex toys. And uh, some journalists got this on CNN. And they were talking. The best part is she's like, when you look at it closely, you can tell it's not Arabic. It's like, it's just gobbledygook, is-, is what she says. Gobbledygook. Look at that show the flag. I like someone I saw someone comment this like this is why you need gay interns because you <laughs> need one gay intern to go excuse me that one has a oh flange oh my gosh and then I saw on Facebook somebody uh, re- uh, redesign the confederate flag so instead of stars on the bars it's uh-huh. a bunch of you know just dicks and <laughs> random shit <laughs> that's so, so good oh, oh my god oh that's so good what god the hell we were talking about we were talking about Amazon's Kindle paid per you know the terrible thing part of it is like if you're a good enough writer then you shouldn't have to worry about this See, but that's like saying I know that's evil Orwellian. I know that's not the point, but no, like, but yeah. it's like uh, it's it's like saying if a video game should only um, like I'm assuming. I wonder if this is really just for like self published works or something like uh, that. It's apparently when users rent books. Oh, I forgot that you can even do that. That's weird. Well, no, that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, this we- is for Kindle Direct. Interesting. So, the Kindle Direct publishing pro- platform lets authors self-publish and set prices for their works. When a self-published book is rented through a Kindle Unlimited and okay, Kindle that's Owners Lending Library program, Amazon traditionally paid authors out of a special fund for each download or borrow, although readers are allowed to borrow the title for free. Now, although authors will still be paid out of that same fund, the amount they're paid will change to favor authors who can get readers to keep turning pages. Oh, okay. That's still fucking... I mean, that's that's weird that's technology. That's fucked up. Yeah, I noticed for the first time a book available for rent. There's this one book that Foley really wanted to get that was a photo book of uh, um, uh, of uh, disappearing cultures. 
like cultures that are almost died out. It's mm-hmm. just this beautiful photo book and fully saw it at a bookstore for 150. She found it on Amazon for 120, but for 103 she could borrow it. She's like, why the fuck would I spend that much money to quote unquote borrow the book? Is it a digital book or an actual uh, physical? It was, she didn't press. So the I saw on book. Amazon some books you can actually have sent to you. You have to send them back, That's so you can. Ridiculous! It's like it's called a library. There is. Well, I mentioned this on the podcast like a couple months ago. They came out with a the bibliography of J.K. Rowling, which uh-huh. is just like a book about all the different published editions of Harry Potter, mm-hmm. which is a $150 book. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's an academic text. Yeah, it's not yeah. supposed to be, like, for Harry Potter fans, which a, a million Harry Potter fans once started because they're like, why would you spend $150 on a book yeah. that's just about books? Mm-hmm. And I'm not realizing what it's, it's for. Not, yeah. But well, that's one of the things for, like, yeah, I think you could get it on Kindle for, like, 120 instead of 150 or something like that, where it's, like, at this point, like, just get the real physical yeah, thing and keep bother. it. Or, yeah, so, Ugh. yeah. The Rock in Rampage, notes Bill. Is this on the table only in case Pixels is a hit? Could C-tier action movies slash comedies about old video bullshit become a thing? Nah. Wait, Rampage, like, the Arcadian? That's what, my, that was my question. That is what it is. Like, for some reason, The Rock is like, you know what I gotta do? Is he the big be... lizard, or is he the big Well, that's what I know. It's just what they're like, because like, it's not like there's any human, there's like a little human army that's kind of like shooting the Rock at those guys. as one of those guys would be pretty funny. Like, a comedy movie that was about Would he Rampage? be the sexy Japanese gorilla that all the women want to fuck? Is that what? <laughs> maybe, gorilla. maybe he was doing test makeup. <laughs> At the, at the Japanese zoo, and all the women are like, oh, how's you doing? That'd be pretty that's, good. That's it. Like, what? A Rampage movie in general. And also, yeah. what is The Rock in it? Like, okay, like, who knows? It's not like it's the dumbest movie The Rock's ever been in. This, makes, this makes the Big Trouble in Little China remake make sense. In, in, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I don't, so, but yeah, I wonder if it that's just been kind of green-lighted because, yeah, you've got this Pixels movie coming out, which seems like it might Did make Pixel a couple bucks. Did Pixel come out? Already? I, no, I don't think so, because I'm still seeing ads. That's a weird thing, because as soon as a movie comes out, it seems like the ads stop. Yeah. Uh, so I'm still just starting seeing ads for that. And that movie looks fucking bad, but... Uh, but I didn't think about how if that is a success. Uh, July 24th. Man, that's still a month away, Jesus Christ. Um, that that's got Peter Dinklage, and I like him. Who gives a shit? Yeah, I have a crush on Kevin James. That doesn't mean I've actually seen a single uh, Kevin James movie. Did you see Seth MacFarlane's new movie bombed? Ted, Ted 2. Two did bad. Did you see he said celebrate your gay rights by seeing Ted try to claim, claim his? Similar? Fuck that guy. Fuck Seth him MacFarlane. in his fucking ass. I think about the alternate world where Seth MacFarlane was in one of the planes that hit the two towers. That's a good universe. It's uh, a better universe. I hate to say that. That's a terrible thing to say. Ugh, and your inside out brain is dark. <laughs> There's a part of that movie where she's like, where sadness talks about laying on the floor and crying and talks about like that's some sort of extreme thing. I'm like, motherfucker, I've done that within the last year. I have done that more times what? than I can count no, on both tell hands. Us motherfuckers, this movie uh, made for, and I'm only I've done that in front of coworkers. <laughs> I man, me watching Inside Out, I feel like. Okay, I'm not in the Civil War, but I've been, like, I'm like one of the drummer boys in the Civil War who you don't have to fight. As soon as the fighting runs, you drop your, your drums and run. And I'm watching this, and I'm like, man, I've seen, I've not even been in the war, but I've seen some shit, and I know this war, this, 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 this reenactment of the war is fucked up. I know, I know yeah. that it's not for me, and I know that I am not, quote unquote, the norm, and this is meant to give a mostly, a, a relatively balanced person some sort of, uh, relationship Lots with emotions. Balance. Which again, even having to say that, I know this is made for balanced people. What makes, the, what, the, what am I in that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, like it's, I said, if I were a little othering. girl, if I were a little girl, that'd make me feel broken and more alienated. And, that, well, hopefully. and it's funny because it was like the little tiny Annie in me was broken hearted and I felt so hurt. Mm-hmm. And that's part of why I felt so deeply upset. Like I couldn't sleep. But if that night. movie can make a couple little girls grow up so they don't have to be like you, that's hopefully that's the bonus thing. But yeah. Or they would, what if they see it and they feel broken? 
Um, and they're like, because my, my brain is a home invasion movie. And then as of a parents, a... you pick up the uh, Inside Out Furiosa double pack. <laughs> it's, if you're, you know. Yep. Bungie got slammed for hiding content for the next Destiny expansion behind both a collector's edition paywall and a Red Bull licensing deal. Although they did agree to make the collector's edition content available for everyone, for a price. After a smug interview in which a Bungie dev raved about people are going to throw money at their TV screens after seeing the emotes Bungie was asking players to double dip for. Yeah, so this is about I read Destiny. that interview. That was awful. I wish I... I have uh, I've actually met that dev. He's Luke Smith. He used to be one of the podcasters. I was going to say, what did he used to be? Yeah, he's been, he's been a cool guy. He was a, essentially a Halo fan and wound up yeah. working for the Halo people. Yeah, and he's nice. He means well, but he's he's kind of rough and abrasive. And like when he's sarcastic in interviews, like it does not come across well. And they yeah. need to get him off the fucking Destiny uh, because people are already pissed off at the game as it is for yeah. launching and not having any content. And now that they're announcing new content and some of it's behind paywall, some of it's behind yeah. fucking well, Red Bull. Collectors, this is collector's edition, so if you didn't buy the original collector's edition, you weren't going to get you the You had content. to rebuy the whole new game. Yeah. And, the, and the collector's edition, it's not so bad here in the States, because I think it's essentially, I think it's 40 bucks here in the States. Yeah. Which is still 40 bucks. Still but $40. In the UK, for what, it, it's being charged the same price as the base game, so you really pretty much have to rebuy the whole game again to get, like, these emotes and a couple other things that you wouldn't, you, otherwise impossible to get. And this is already for a game that's already content bereft as it is. Yeah. Essentially asking people to double dip to get this little bit of extra stuff. And that's the thing, because he was talking about well he was bragging about how this extra content is going to be so good he's just people are going to be yeah he was like you will lose your mind and he was making it it. sound like his tone made it sound like they were saying we don't give a fuck because people are going to pay for it anyway yeah you'll buy it that is the worst thing you want to say when you're talking about how there's shit for your games behind a paywall when it should be you should be putting out some free shit to make up for the fucking fact that people always dropped a shitload on these little shitload on this lightweight game to begin with and yeah so i kind of wonder yeah so they came out and said they're actually gonna they're gonna yeah they're gonna sell some of that content not the red bull the red bull deal is still in place but the sure. stuff that was going to be unique to the uh the special edition is you could for 20 bucks you could buy those emotes and which yeah, and that's when they just came out like for 20 bucks for emotes yeah i guess it's better than spending 40 for the whole special edition yeah. to buy the game but at this point for an extra 20 bucks you get the whole game maybe maybe if it's code you can gift it to for somebody like, else or the, something. for 20 bucks you go on steam during a sale and you buy 20 games exactly yeah it's woof 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 AAA development sucks balls Toshiro Mifune will re- receive a star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame how many other foreign language actors have got a star yeah I was kind of thinking about that because there's other foreign language like filmmakers and stuff he's got but... a star in my hunk wall of fame really he's a beautiful man he is he was a striking dude he was ugh. I wonder how much his of his fame was just because like menswear Ugh. Oh, did he get dressed up? Oh, I mean, he's got some of the earliest movies. He's like a Japanese gangster, and he's all badass. I still have the whole uh, the, the box set of all the stuff I he did with Kurosawa. Do many things for Toshiro. <laughs> many things for him I and to him. He died. Same. It's funny because I think 1997 was really relatively recent, but he died not that long ago. Yeah, because. Man, he had to him before. He was one of the most beautiful men in history. Have you seen a lot of his movies? Just a couple? Because I've, I've only seen little. a couple. I've seen... Uh, uh, it's I've mostly seen, been the samurai stuff. I've seen The Itchiest Samurai. Both of them. What? Uh, the was Itchiest? it Yojimbo Yo- 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 and okay, yeah. the other one? And Seven Samurai. That's kind of the uh, big Sanjuro? one you've seen? Okay, uh, yeah. I've never... I know I did see The Seven Samurai. All 18 Because he's just like in little tiny little pants in that. Man, like little... but he's just a beautiful man. And I saw one of his early movies where he was a detective. His face? That growling... He's got a face he's for movie posters. He's got one of the best posters. faces of all time. Yeah. He's, and he's just so beautiful and he's got that presence to him in his voice. <sighs> it's even funny because you can't even understand anything he says. But yeah. 
so but that's the thing is like how many other me. foreign language people who worked exclusively question. in a foreign language ever yeah. were in a Hollywood star true? there's not many everybody's all juicy from a food uh, I think people that's point it. out the only like there's a Japanese lady who who has a star and which is funny because she's she's got a walk of fame star and I have no idea who she is and Godzilla <laughs> so that right. from Japan that's the that's only other it. ones yeah so uh, J.K. Rowling announced that she's writing a play or has written a play actually Harry Potter and the Cursed Child everyone's like what and that's all she's announced I have announced. no interest in this whatsoever it's about James and Lily it's about James and Lily Harry Potter is the Cursed Child I guess because they said she said it, it's about what what they were up to before the events of the Harry Potter books. Okay, cool. She said it's not really a prequel, but it is, and she's also said that once you see it, you'll understand why it could only be a play. That it had to be a play experience, not a book. She, Do they yell at the audience for not uh, helping? I don't know. Voldemort's coming! Someone help us! Will no one please jump up? I have. Stage? There is nothing. I I am a rare Harry Potter fan, and that there is nothing that gets me more bored more rapidly than saying Marauders, Marauders. <laughs> I know all fangirls uh, are all juicy for the Marauders, but I uh, cannot give a shit I about just, the Marauders. Is it like Voldemort can only be held back by song? She's. They've never. They. She hasn't said much other than than it's about Lily and James. And I mm. think it's like implied it's like how they got money or like or something about their. They their were loaded. They I mean they gifted Harry a whole bunch of money. Yeah. Because they seemed like they were loaded even for for wizards. At yeah. Because the they gave him a whole like treasure. Yeah. Trove of cash. Yeah. Um, so apparently it's something how they, what they're up to. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a heist. Harry Potter. And maybe maybe Christ. they steal all this money from Voldemort and Voldemort ki- actually turns out Voldemort That's killed it. them because the, it's like it's like Ocean's Eleven but there it's, it's with wizards. But yeah, man, I don't give a shit. What does it say that I care more about this? You you stopped caring about Harry Potter, Potter a million years I ago. I love. There's things like I love Harry and I love Ron and I love Hermione. Have, so I don't give a shit about anything. Have you else. seen Perks of Being a Wallflower yet? No. Uh, the coolest uh, character in that he's supposedly going to be in. They announced this week uh, that he's going to be in the Newt's Commander movies, mm-hmm. which is funny because like he was played a teenager in person being a wallflower that was like, a while ago, a couple but... years ago. So he's got to be like playing an adult in this movie. Yeah, but he plays this great gay kid in, in person being a wallflower. Yeah. You should check that out sometime. I'm kind of curious. I I do not. There nothing will get me more bored rapidly, generally speaking, about a piece of media than having to be about high schoolers or college students. But it takes place in my hometown when I grew up, so it's like nope. I would have been those characters' ages in that same. Town. They actually eat at an Eden Park. I would have been eating at at that time. Yeah. So yeah, there should be like a Bill Mudger in the background. I it know. makes me really depressed to watch movies in that, in that kind of That's time. That's fine. I'm just, uh, but, that uh, if you're, I'm just saying, if, if one of those things where someone puts a gun to your head and says, "Annie, you got to watch a movie," I wouldn't say pull. The, I shouldn't say pull the trigger. Is that you're saying? No, not man. That's not the worst thing in the world. But yeah. Uh, yeah, but I, I can't believe I, I care more about the Newt Scamander movie just because I'm like the only. That's the way you can you make me hear about Harry Potter. Like Harry Potter ephemera, as you say, twenties New York wizarding world. That's the, but that's so much room to fuck it up. I know, it's you know, be it's so gonna bad. be bad. It's CGI gonna be so bad. New York and like, do they? They gotta uh, have someone who says Schmitty, Schmitty. Honey, because if everyone's like, no, this has to be kind of snappy. You know, you want it to be twenties New York. See, my, it would be, it would feel like Hutsucker Proxy. It would be my favorite. My do you think best. Gatsby's a wizard? <laughs> Only one way to find out. <laughs> Uh, even Daenerys Targaryen, I can't think of how to say it's it. It's been a long week. Says that Jon Snow is coming back. Did the lady who played Emily Clark Spoilers or whatever? Spoilers for Game of Thrones. Yeah, even she's like, yeah, Jon Snow. He, yeah, yeah. Well, she's the one. So it's uh, mostly she doesn't know anything, but even she's like, you know, Melisandre's hit the wall. Yeah. If Melisandre's still in play. Jon Snow, he ain't going. So yeah, did you? Yeah, what am I saying? You haven't watched Game of Thrones no, since like, fuck the first it. season. But I, I've but, read the oh, most the, recent Oh, book. this is the first time we've talked since they ended the the, the latest season. Yeah, and they yeah. got all stabbed. They, so they are caught up. 
with the books. Yeah, that's crazy. That is the last thing you see is Jon Snow lying in the in the snow with his blood. I was pulling gonna say, how him. did so how did they end the stabbiness? Do you see him like? I so you read the book? Yeah, you were the one who told me about yeah. that. He um. Ollie, this little kid, yeah. who uh, comes out and says, "John Snow, your uncle Benjamin has arrived." Yeah, and he's like, "Cause like you've been waiting like since the beginning of the show for like yeah. fuck John Snow's uncle to come back. Yeah. He's been missing for like five years." And so the, John Snow goes out into the courtyard, and they're like, "Oh, your 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 uncle's over there." Yeah, yeah. And so he goes over there, like into the corner, going, yeah. "Where's my Where's uncle? He at? Where's he at?" Oh no! He turns around and they just come up and start like they stab him one by one. It's not like they suddenly hint. Yeah. It's not like a Julius Caesar thing. Yeah. And he just gets stabbed like three times in the gut. But so it's not like he's got like fucking knives and forks sticking out of his forehead. <laughs> but he, his, his 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 belly gets yeah, it's a up gut a wound. Bit. That's no so good. It's nothing that technically, if you're wi- if you're a witch, you can come and go. <laughs> I zap. And no, and that's the thing. So Stannis is dead. Yeah. Stannis, he tried to go off and protect Winterfell from from the Boltons, and he got fucked up. Yeah. He burned his own daughter alive. Yeah, that's fucked up. Which, that didn't happen in the books? Yeah, supposedly this is what the next book I is heard, supposed to start off with. I heard that that happened. Yeah. yeah, so that's why everyone's like, even the, the people who read the books were like, man, this is fucked up. Yeah. And so uh, Melisandre leaves right before he goes off and gets killed, and so she comes back to the wall. So, like, literally, la- before, last thing you see before Jon Snow get killed, you see Melisandre show up and say, hey, what's up, everybody? <laughs> Like yeah, so <laughs> and also Davos, the guy with the yeah. fingers, the cool nice guy. He's my he's favorite. He's one of my so favorite characters. So presumably and... he's gonna be the one who's probably gonna go with the Melisandre and say, "Hey, this Jon Snow guy got fucked up. We should yeah. go help him or something like that." Yeah. And because she's always on the lookout for royal blood, yeah, and that's because in this season they first started laying down track about how he's he's gotta yeah. be the son. Yeah. Jon Snow's gotta be the son of yeah. the Targaryens. Yeah. And stuff. So if she can pick up on the fact that he's got royal blood, then she's gonna have she's there's a she's got investors to bring him back for him. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. we'll what happens, yeah. Fucking Game of Thrones. He did touch her titty. You think she could Every, out that? Game but... of Thrones is so interesting. I went from being so into it and so not. Well, that's the other thing. That's why the Amelia Clark thing is kind of a big deal because they're going to start filming the next season of Game of Thrones. Yeah. And like in a couple weeks. They yeah. always film in the summer. Uh, but Jon Snow, the actor, has cut his hair. It's the first time ever since they started the show. Mm. So, And uh, he came out and said, I'm dead. I'm never coming back. Yeah. And everyone's like, yeah, fucking bullshit. <laughs> so that's why I'm like, maybe he's going to wear a wig. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he's wearing a bald cap. If he had shaved his head bald, yep. it would be a different thing. Yep. Yeah, who knows? But so. That's pretty funny. Spoilers for Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Jon Snow. All right, friends, this was your first Boy Hattie podcast with Andy Maloney. Well, off the married. market. Yeah. With me off the market. I so, like that uh, suggestive that someone had showed up at the wedding thing, like right before, like, kidnapped you like Donkey Kong. There still could have been some room for you to <laughs> there pass There would have been a chance, but way. nope. Sorry, guys. It's over. It's now I just picture fully, like, jumping over barrels to kind of get you away from. <laughs> she Why did the one instead of Donkey Kong? It's Toshiro Mufuni as the sexy oh, Japanese I'd gorilla. Be, I would be throwing the barrels in the That's what I'm throwing away. And with that, friends, this was the Boy Hattie Podcast. We're at Boy Hattie Podcast on Twitter. If you've gotten through all this and you have an Xbox One, email me if you want a copy or, or uh, tweet at us if you want my copy of the Master Chief Edition on Xbox One because I'm not playing what's it. Your, uh, what's your handle? Full uh, Maloney? On, uh, on uh, Xbox One, we're uh, two girls, one co-op. Oh, that's what I <laughs> forgot about that, yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, let me know if you want it because I'm not going to play Well, that's the other it. thing, too. If you happen to have an Xbox One, uh, I know you can invite other people to that preview thing, so hopefully, mm. I don't know if it's like only a limited number of invites or anything like that, mm. but if you're friends with us, send us... Like send us a thing. I'd like, well, I'm assuming if you're giving your handle out, you'd be fine. Like yeah, sending out invites care. to people for that if they yeah, wanted to. So absolutely. I'm still just Mr. AIDS. 
on Xbox One. Oh, still has, I've, I've gone for ten years now on these these <laughs> like online social gaming networks and still have not been shut down yet. So, one day, one yeah, beautiful one day. day. Uh, anyway, friends, we're boyhattypodcast.com. If you want to do a thing, you can leave us a review on podcast uh, on iTunes, the one star that we deserve. We'll be back next week to talk to y'all about more pop culture detritus that you don't care about. Okay, take care, guys. Bye.